Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Oh, five Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500. Happy Monday, everybody. Or not so happy. Because today is that electoral college day that we were all waiting for. And uh, let's just say, not good. Not good. And isn't it interesting? Isn't it a coincidence? Isn't it peculiar on the same day that the very first vaccines are coming out? That's when they decided to go ahead and uh, run. Like, it, it, this whole thing was just magically uh, timed, and I'm sitting here next to uh, my good friend and uh, partner, D. Dodd Muska. Good afternoon, sir. Uh, good afternoon, sir. I will try to keep a uh, stiff upper lip and be very chipper, but as a major shareholder in Virgin Galactic, uh, my stock has <laughs> lost 17.4% uh, percent as of today, the third worst daily loss since it went public. There it is. All right. The <clears throat> official news. I, uh, you, you care to remind the audience about my predictions? Uh, you have predicted uh, that the company itself, now after going public uh, a, a little while ago, well, almost yeah, over a year ago now, will be bankrupt by February. Uh, they have claimed in their annual report that they have enough cash to survive for another two years. So we've got two predictions here. We've got Eddie's short-term, they're out of business, and... Uh, Virgins, hey, we got enough cash, we can burn through another couple hundred million for another couple of years. Uh, I guess the truth will find out soon enough. Well, I think it's, uh, I've, I've uh, got a stellar record for predictions. Um, I'm, uh, I, I refer to myself as clairvoyant on my, my new Facebook. I don't think that's a bit too presumptive given uh, what I've seen <laughs> or what I've done, but uh, I am able to tell a certain level about the future because I pay attention. Uh, to those of you, who have subscribed to www.rockoftalk.chat. Thank you. You're getting totally blasted, right? You're just a fire hose first thing in the morning, sometime between 6 and 6.30, and you've got a lot of things uh, to look at there. Let me set up the show uh, for today, because it's going to be a good one, everybody, and we appreciate each and every person uh, who comes in. And uh, let, me just, let me just say, the people who have been getting them, we've had 138 unsubscribes. And we've had literally over 850 subscriptions. Nice. And you guys are stepping up to the plate, and it's really cool because we're having a lot of fun doing it, and you guys are getting educated. And I think when we look at the, what, what's really the big hole, what is it that we need more than anything, what we need is we need, need education. You're mm. getting bad information from a lot of different places. Uh, you know, some of these conservative blogs and various other things and uh, political blogs that are out there, you know, uh, as you referred to them before, they're shilling for a lot of people and uh, they have, they, they pick and choose. Uh, this is unapologetic. Um, so the daily blast for today includes everything, including the conservative calendar. We put the Supreme court cases, 10 videos of the day, 10 links of the day, morning, local news briefing, us and global briefing, the rock of talk debate of the day. And you get that right in your inbox. So, to set up the show, uh, we will have, uh, by the way, Sean Willoughby's coming back down. What do you think about that? I haven't seen in a while. Uh, we will talk a little bit, uh, we'll end the show not on a positive note, but on kind of a negative note, because uh, the news media is still trying to spin positive, so we will finish on suicides uh, here this afternoon, because there was uh, an article that I sent Dowd, and I, I was ashamed that I had to send it to Dowd, uh, but I shook my head knowingly, knowing that we would in inevitably 
fall on tone deaf ears of our political leadership yep. who are totally and completely unaware of the level of damage they've exacted on our population. This is, it's unforgivable. So we'll finish up on that. Uh, third hour, we'll have civil war being in, imminent. And, of course, the bumbling Bidens. We'll be talking about the Bidens all week. I've got more information that I know what to do with. Second hour, blue political solutions, including the de Blasio. We'll get into that Spaceport article, which you can find directly at rockoftalk.chat. And where people are leaving California for, and it's not New Mexico. New, new, new. No, not at all. And then uh, we'll uh, talk with Sean Willoughby in the next segment, election fraud, corona craziness. But, hey, everybody, the vaccination is here. Finally, here it is, right? And uh, this was done under Donald Trump's watch. I'm not advocating for the vaccination because I will not be getting it. Christmas St. Vincent Regional Medical Center today received 975 doses uh, today. The hospital officials expected to administer the vaccine right about 1 p.m. Now, you look at the, uh, what do you call it, the coronavirus, COVID-19, that you get hit in the face and, and the graphics are coming up and it's never been worse. Scary, scary. It, you know, there's no optimism if you're watching the coronavirus reports in New Mexico. And I'm sick and tired of that because people are like, well, how many more months can we possibly put up with it? This Rona craziness just doesn't seem to stop. Well, uh, I think this was on Saturday at 24 deaths. And so I'm looking at this and I started, well, I haven't looked at one of these in a little while, so I'll, I'll pay attention. Let me tell you the good news, folks, about this. Every single victim had underlying conditions. You know who the coronavirus gets? People with underlying conditions. 100% of the people who died on Saturday and Sunday had underlying conditions, which means that they did not die from the coronavirus. Look at it that way. Stop the insanity. Remember that uh, Susan Powder worked yes, that video, yes, right? Yes. Stop the insanity. It literally is insanity. Like every single one. A female in her 70s, Donna, she was hospitalized, had underlying conditions. A female in her 90s, underlying conditions. A male in his 80s from Grant County, underlying conditions. A male in his 90s from Santa Fe County, well, he's old and underlying conditions. A female in her 70s in Valencia, hospitalized, underlying conditions every single time. The best elixir is stop taking this stupid test. Stop it. All right? Just go get the vaccination now. That's the best part about the vaccination. And I'm not advocating for the vaccination, but if I'm telling you to choose from one of two things, go get a vaccination. Let's see. Do I want to go see if I have the coronavirus, even though I don't have symptoms, or do I want to get a vaccination? Do you go to the doctor to say, well, you know what? I'm going to see if I had the flu. <laughs> I don't want to get the vaccination until I know whether or not I had the flow. No, that's stupid. Nobody would do that ever. So why would you go get tested? You don't need to get tested. How many tests are we at now? 1.7, 1.8 million? Something stupid? We're going to get every single person in the state of New Mexico tested. Why? Most of them are asymptomatic. We'll get into more of that here. The FDA commissioner says it's a significant problem that many Americans don't want to take the COVID-19 vaccine. Well, if it's between the vaccine and taking a test, well, literally the lesser of two evils, yep. just take the stupid vaccine, I suppose. I don't know. You see the Bell's palsy pictures. I won't be taking a vaccine. You've seen, uh, I have, last time I got a flu shot, 2015. 
My son was in the uh, neonatal intensive care unit for 64 days. That's why I took it. Right there. That, that's the only reason. I've got my drops. I got my oregano. I got my oat. You guys have heard me a thousand times. I don't need to talk about it anymore. I'm bored with it. Sick and tired of talking about COVID. People don't want to take the vaccine. Okay. Well, don't take the vaccine like me. And don't take the test like me. Because I don't have to take the test. I know that that oregano oil will kill everything, and I wear a mask. And nobody gets next to me anyway. So there we go. How about that? So this FDA commissioner is saying it's a significant problem that people aren't going to take the vaccine. A lot of people don't want it. think we're saving some money. You have to keep it at under 90 degrees? Fine. Mm. So now the next question becomes... And by the way, all these people who are traveling and going from place to place, I'm hearing from every place just how full the planes are leaving to places like Dallas and Denver and Salt Lake and Phoenix. Literally, since they start selling that middle plane, that middle plane seat on Southwest, 100% packed going out of Albuquerque. And people are like, oh, we, we left and came back for the weekend. So here's the question for you. Can I stop wearing a mask after getting a COVID-19 vaccine? No. Oh, did you see our top 10 videos? No. Fauci says you need, you can still spread it. You still have to wear the mask. Okay. Why am I getting a vaccine then? (laughs) Do you see how this whole thing is set up to game you? The first coronavirus vaccines require two shots. This is why. Okay. Masks and social distancing will still be recommended. Well, they didn't say they'd be instituted. I don't know how many of you have caught the songbird, uh, if any of you caught the Songbird uh, a video on Amazon Prime yet, you got to watch that. It's the most stupidest. It's, it's the biggest waste of $20 of your life. <laughs> it's that stupid. Oh, and Demi Morrison. She's so ridiculous. Anyway, I digress. So, Pfizer, Moderna, all these vaccines that are going out, aren't they saying they're 90 95% effective? Well, if it's not 100% effective, I guess you still have to mask up. That's basically what they're saying. Yep. If it's not 100% foolproof, they're saying you could still pass along. Like, I don't know how much more the American people, the people of New Mexico can take at this point. There's so, like, if, if the COVID-19 were a stoplight, it would have 12 different colors. It really would. Yeah, you wouldn't figure you it would, out. You wouldn't know whether to drive through that intersection right, with the. Right. Is that blue or green? As you glance up really through the intersection, tell. figure yeah, it out like, for yourself. Wait, they're throwing up a red light. Wait, is that a what, real what, red light what? or is that an orange light? Is it blinking do I, or what, what? Do I use my turn signal here? Which way do I go? Is that a hieroglyphic? What, what, what? <laughs> it's meant to confuse you. The experts compounding with there's a vaccine and there's hope, but there's not hope. You still have to wear the mask. Oh, but you need to go take the coronavirus before. Oh, why not? Oh, the politicians want to get smart, huh? Before you take the vaccine, you have to make sure that you do a COVID-19 test. I wonder if that's required. Has anybody even thought to ask that question yet, Doubt? I don't know. That's a good question because uh, why would a politician not let that opportunity pass? Are you, if I get a chance to stick you know, a 12-inch stick up your nose to determine whether or not you have, for my own empirical evidence, so I can wage war with policies against your freedoms... Let me stick that stick right up your nose, right? In New York, by the way, Andrew Cuomo is being considered Dowd I know. for the Attorney General. AG. Have you read this? AG. I'd rather have Hector Bell. Do you want to be? <laughs> we already live in Luhanistan. Can you imagine 
uh, it, it, being a part of the United Cuomo States of America? Yeah. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Luhanistan is the worst. But it could get worse. New York legislation could make COVID-19 vaccination mandatory. Literally, by the government to stick something in your body. Isn't that insane? I changed my mind. 20 stoplights at this point. 20 different colors on that stoplight to go through that intersection. Here's, here's what happens to people. And this is how you know that you and I are, what, what do you call it, simpatico, right? We're, we're connected. We're together. Because the more BS you guys hear, the more information that you get from the government, from the news media organizations, from your next-door neighbor who is telling you, you need a mask up. You know what's happening to you? More and more of you are deciding to pull away altogether and deciding to, you know, I'm just going to do what I do. I don't care about what anybody else tells me to do anymore because the information is forcing me to do this and that, and I don't want to do anything. This is what happens. This is a natural human response. It's called shutdown, folks, when you just don't give a crap anymore. This is what happens when people like 75, 80, and, you know, they're tired of being uh, chased around by this and, and people disappointing them here and disappointing them. They're like, nah, I'm not going to leave. Have you ever watched uh, Grand Torino with uh, Clint Eastwood sitting on the front? Nah. <laughs> he just doesn't care anymore. People get to a certain point where they get tired of the information that's coming into them. So you're not alone. Regardless of the number of deaths, you don't need to pay attention to it. Regardless of the number of the people who are infected, you don't need to pay attention to it. Because these are people who are going in without symptoms and getting tested. Insanity. If you're getting vaccinated, you don't need to get tested. And if you're like me, I'm going to get neither vaccinated or, oh, you're going to force me, according to Songbird, into a quarantine camp. Right? Isn't that what's coming in with COVID-23? When it mutates, it's going to be a flesh-eating disease or it's going to eat my brain or whatever, right? I don't know what it is, this, this fear porn that's created by it. these movie theaters. Unbelievable. It's a very, very low-budge movie, by the way. Very low-budge. It's all CGI with, like, seven actors, and they're basically playing, like, radio spots in, in, into the show, huh. you know, to, to kind of create that fear. It's like... It's like a really bad episode of Ground Zero. And you know how good Ground Zero is with Clyde Lewis. It's like a bad episode of that. There's no theater of the mind in it. It's foolishness. Absolutely. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. And when we return, we'll be uh, returning with uh, Detective Sean Willoughby. Haven't spoken with him in just a little while. But we're going to talk very quickly about this ridiculous article. That's why I told you. I don't want Brenda Boatman anyway. I blocked her on Facebook. I blocked, like, all your friends, by the way, or your old friends, I should say, Dowd. Not to embarrass you. Or oh, you, that you I'm just going to have to keep my mouth shut, won't I? <laughs> yeah, I, I literally took all of American prosperity, and I, like, literally... That non-disclosure agreement still in effect? Yeah, I don't know. stuck <laughs> them in the trash, like, right there. Because Brenda Boatman got together and, and wrote an, an article with Damon Eli. Not only did she run against Damon Eli and lost, but her father ran against Damon Eli and lost. Family failure. And then all of a sudden you're going to go ahead and uh, jump on board and do an op-ed piece on the Albuquerque Journal. 
We'll talk about criminal justice reform and return with actually someone who's on the street. That's who we should be talking to. Detective Sean Willoughby, 422, back in three. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next... Call your name. Hello. Hello, my name is David Swarton. Who's this? David. Hey, David. Uh, hold on one second, okay? I want to talk about inoculation. Okay. I, back, I, vaccination I, like George Washington did in the Valley right. Forge. Hold, hold on. World, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be... Hey, hold on one sec, okay? Ready? All right, I'm ready. Any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. Alarms are ignored. Kill switches are easily detected and reconnected. RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber. And GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. All right, it is time we put things together. We're going to start with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande, and i got to tell you, it's really a nice day out there. I know it started with clouds, and that's the story again tomorrow. But look at this, 38 degrees in Bernalillo, 41 at Expo, New Mexico, and 40 at the Rock of Talk. All right, they did clear that problem we had on the frontage road that runs along the east side of I-25 going northbound. Right before Jefferson, all is clear, so that's good news. And the main line of the freeway looks okay, except the southbound side starting to lose some speed right there at about Jefferson, and that's just driving into that sunset. And the drive across the river bridge is so far looking okay, so that's not bad news at all for us. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Companion care at reasonable rates, household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, cognitive assistance, 
Amazing people ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, accepting insurance and pay clients. Get in contact with Amazing Grace online at homecare.theplaceilike.com. All right, with that, we're up to date. Let's dive into the Rock and Talk. Here in the Kiva, a little clash with uh, fighting the law. Bail Barr is gone. We'll talk about that. Uh, uh, just very quickly, the president tweeted uh, Bill Barr has resigned. The attorney general had just had a very nice meeting with him. Our relationship has been a very good one. He has done an outstanding job. As per letter, Bill will be leaving just before Christmas. Take he needs to leave me. right away. Yeah. He was protecting his daddy. He was protecting his daddy, who is a teacher over at the Dalton School, who is connected to Jeffrey Epstein, who's connected to Remember Joe that, Biden yeah. and Hunter Biden. And we'll get into all of that, folks. We've got all the information. We'll talk a little bit about uh, the law right now because I want to talk with one of our lawmen. He heads up the law enforcement. Uh, uh, let's just say Detective Sean Willoughby is uh, representing as he is the president of the Albuquerque Police Officers Association. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Good afternoon, Eddie. How are you guys doing? Happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas uh, to you. I'm glad you said it. How are you doing? You Everything going okay in uh, your neck of the woods? Are we going to get a, oh. an accurate count on the uh, murder rate this year? I, I understand that we're just one under from last year. Uh, uh, so given that the fact that we're uh, shuttered in our houses, I can't even imagine what to think if we weren't shuttered in our houses, how many more murders yes. there would potentially have been. I work here, Eddie, and I'm trying to get an accurate count. Seems a little, it seems a little crazy, but yeah, definitely our, our murder rate hasn't subsided with the um, crazy lockdowns we've gone through in all of 2020. Um, things are going good, man. We're, uh, cops are taking it from all angles, right? We got the Giglio changes from the DA's office. The Santa Fe State Legislature is on their anti-cop um, tyrants, and we've got... Um, progressive movements of further handcuffing from the Department of Justice consent decree in Albuquerque. So it all chalks up to uh, your handcuffed police department and the poor citizens, taxpayers of our community that are just left out there in a crime-ridden city with no answers. Why do we love our criminals so much, Detective Shauna Willoughby? Um, I don't know, but if you look at the latest election, um, every single judge got retained. Every... Every single Supreme Court judge that we, um, you know, an appeals judge that we endorsed didn't get elected. It's almost like New Mexico um, loves their criminals not only through their words and their, but, but also their actions. So, um, you know, I, I just think it's the way it is here. Maybe people don't pay attention to who they're voting for. Uh, maybe they don't care or they don't understand that. When people say elections have consequences, it's not always the consequences that you think we're talking about. Uh, the consequence could be a crime-ridden city and completely handcuffed law enforcement throughout the whole state, which is going to move our tax base and take away law enforcement altogether. So it seems kind of counterintuitive. We'll talk about that during our second hour. People are leaving, uh, Cal uh, leaving California, and they're not coming to New Mexico. Everybody seems to be going to Texas, and I know that uh, you're just a couple of years away from retirement, and I know that you're uh, headed outbound of uh, New Mexico, and we're seeing a brain drain and a retirement drain. People are picking up and leaving, and a lot of that is the number one reason why people 
uh, choose a place, and that has to do with the level of crime in any city, and we are not improving, despite the fact that we were shut down. So uh, even when Tim Keller has everybody with their hands tied behind their back and locked up, uh, crime does not uh, get reduced, and there has been a changing of the guard at the very top. But let's talk about a letter that was written uh, by a Democrat and a Republican, Damon Eli and Brenda Boatman, you know, I, when people who are, you know, at opposite ends get together to write something, I always smell something rotten. Uh, and, and I think this is, you know, no doubt uh, just another one of those. Let's go soft and, and let's be more understanding of our criminal justice uh, or, or our criminal uh, uh, offenders here. And let me give you some of the recommendations and then I want to get your gut reaction. So uh, they've both suggested there are areas where we can... Um, Work together. I'll hit the first one. Expand citations in lieu of arrest authority for law enforcement. Give law enforcement officers more freedom to cite and release individuals suspected of lower-level crimes rather than book them into jail. I remember you telling me at one point uh, one of the things that we don't do is is uh, there's no consequences for the, those low-end, and that has a tendency to build uh, for these criminals into more confidence for them. What do you say today? Um, I say uh, exactly consistent with what we've said in the past. That's absolutely ridiculous. You know, here we have a group of folks that can't get over their law theory into the reality of what it is to live in Albuquerque and be a victim of crime. Who are you to decide my level of victimhood? You know, there are people all over this community that put their hard-earned money in product to sell, to own a business, and here we have folks dictating victimhood to, to victims of crime. It's absolutely ridiculous. The broken window theory works. And I've read this article, and I'm curious, what, where are these states that have just gotten so much better because of this, this lackadaisical look on crime throughout their states? Is it California? Is it Seattle? Do we want to be that? Absolutely not. Your police department is too handcuffed as it is. In the city of Albuquerque, we already have discretion, this weird thing called discretion. In misdemeanor situations, we can choose to cite somebody, or if it's a person that we're constantly dealing with, we can arrest them. How did? Let me ask you this, Eddie. How did criminal justice bail reform impact New Mexico? Was yeah. it positive? Very negative. I mean, it was a, very negative. Give me a break. You, it was you, negative in New York. It was negative here. Yep. It's a, this is a joke. Like, New Mexico is great at this. They're, they're wonderful at, at writing an op-ed together with all of this virtue-signaling love. Let's skip down the road. But nobody wants to do the tough work. You know, uh, I mean, we have a serious drug problem in this community. Now, are we going to arrest our way through a drug problem? No. But where's the money for rehabs? Most of your drug addicts in this community, let me tell you something, they don't have Presbyterian insurance. They don't have access to rehab. Even if they wanted to get rehab rehabilitated, they don't have the access to it. They go to a day program where the government gives them another drug that they sell on the streets to get the drugs they right. actually want, which perpetuates the problem. So let's talk about the tough things that need to be talked about to make it better for the communities and the taxpayers throughout the entire state. No, we don't want to have any tough decisions. We want to put a bunch of malarkey to use joe biden's word on paper and see if these suckers can can buy into it yeah now you're speaking of course when these uh, guys who are on methadone and they go get the methadone at five six in the morning and they're selling it they're slinging it by seven thirty eight a.m 
So and then uh, turning into kleptomaniacs, maniacs the rest of the day. That's right. Suboxone's the same exact way. Ridiculous. All right, they had another recommendation. Uh, modify how certain crimes are defined and charged. Many states have right-sized the punishment associated with certain lower-level offenses, such as drug and property crimes. It seems like they really want to go easy on the uh, drug addicted. That's exactly what they're doing because they don't have an answer for it. And But you see, this is the problem. If you're not dealing with something, then it's going to deal with you. My grandmother always right. says this to yep. me. If you don't deal with the problem, it's right. going to deal with you. Right. So... So let, let's go tell a victim of a residential burglary who just had their whole life turned upside down, sorry, there's nothing I can do. You know he's in custody. He's in the back. We gave him a citation. That's right? good. I, mean, I, I love it. it your your I, grandma's a smart lady, and I'm sure you got, uh, when you were trouble uh, growing up, uh, Detective Willoughby, she dealt with you. Oh, yes, she did. <laughs> That's a good grammar. Oh, listen, you're going to love this next one. Remove sentencing enhancements for nonviolent offenses. Yeah, just just go easier on them. Yes. Let me tell you something, Eddie. I have a good friend that did a lot of investigative work on a crew that moved to New Mexico. It was called the Memphis Mob. And in actual criminal interviews with individuals that had done violent crimes, robbery, shooting for motor vehicles, all of this crazy stuff, this happened probably about five or six years ago, they would say they came to New Mexico because of our weak on crime stance. Wow. It's because of this. There are people who are criminals. That's what they do for a living. And they single-handedly pick communities just like this one with this weak on crime approach to victimize and prey on the good taxpaying citizens that are just trying to have a normal life. And it's this type of ideology that is the problem. All like, right. why, why not hold people accountable for the crimes right. they commit? Yeah. Weird. Right. Shocking. <laughs> uh, invest and expand alternatives to prison and then carefully independently monitor outcomes. Oh, okay. It's just like <laughs> Albuquerque. It, let me tell you, it's just like Albuquerque. Like, okay, social workers to have access to one when somebody's in crisis, it sounds great, right? Everybody's like, oh, they're really trying. But we can be the best the best in the world at responding to this situation. But if you don't solve the problem, which is aftercare that's meaningful and right. enough beds to give people the care that they need, you're going to be responding to the same guy tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that. So this is just typical nonsense of not solving the problem, not getting together to actually solve a real problem. And you know why they don't want to solve it? Because it comes with a price tag. Yep, that's exactly right. All right, final one. Uh, their conclusion, by the way, was kind of interesting uh, one, Dow. They said, we're wasting limited taxpayer money on unintentionally creating career criminals. Because we're being too hard on criminals, are we creating career criminals right now with uh, any sort of enforcement? I just want to know in what universe uh, that law works. No, again, this is the difference between, prove it, prove it. This is the difference between theory and reality. We have had a weak on crime approach in this state for the last 30 years. And the consequence for that is we're number two at every worst category in this state of any of any of our surrounding states in the whole country. So none of this has proven to work at all. It's a joke. 
It absolutely is. Hey, uh, Detective Sean Willoughby, one more time before uh, uh, the Merry Christmas. Hope to see you next week. And let's uh, talk about, uh, you know, the final numbers and see if you can round those up for our community. I know they're uh, playing hide-and-seek with those numbers right now, but uh, maybe you might have a better grasp on where the uh, homicides, violent crime. I know we're no longer number one in in uh, in cars, uh, car theft any longer, and that's because there's not enough cars to th- uh, steal any longer. Uh, here in the state of New Mexico. But uh, can you get a wrap on those numbers next week? I'll do my best. All right. Thank you very much. That's Merry the, Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's the Albuquerque Police Officer Association President, uh, Mr. Detective Sean Willie. Back after a quick break, I uh, see two callers that are uh, holding. Uh, we'll bring you right back. Thanks, everybody, for listening. AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM, web the app, com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 856- 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com dad i think we're in deep doo-doo is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper actually new mexico culture is rich plus monroe's has red chili green chili and the best customers in the world to go with it boy dad you must really love our customers i sure do just like i love you stella Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. This week can be your best week. The week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Salon Deluxe and Tanrio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. 
and this is Deb Slight from Tanrio Westlife. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. All right, it is time that we put things together. We're going to start with the weather. Looks like uh, it's cooperating for the most part this week. I know it's going to be a little cool on that side at least and some clouds in the morning, but nothing to really worry about. I, I know right now uh, looks like we've got uh, 38 degrees in Tanawan. Uh, I'm sorry, in uh, Taylor Ranch and uh, 41 degrees in Tanawan, 40 at the Rock of Talk. All right, just noticed a second accident. This is going to be two accidents on Paseo del Norte. These are both eastbound, all right, heading towards the mountains between San Pedro and and Louisiana. Both accidents are costing you a lot of time. So as you leave I-25 on Paseo del Norte eastbound, just budget in a lot of extra time for yourself. Also, we have a new accident on I-40. This is westbound just beyond Coors Boulevard. While they move that into the center divider, traffic is moving pretty slow from Coors Boulevard. And this traffic report brought to you by Joe's Pasta House in Rio Rancho. Joe's Big Buckets, one of five. You can get them right now online and just order them and go pick them up on your way home. Spaghetti and meatballs, chicken fettuccine. How about that Southwest Chicken Alfredo? That just is a great meal. And not just that. Along with the entrees, you get a large bucket of garden salad along with the dressing. Homemade, I might add. A loaf of fresh homemade bread. Choose one of five Joe's Big Buckets. You can pick the entrees right now at joes.enjoytakeout.com. All right, with that, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. He's found a down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch old bandit run. 444 here in Nikiva. I don't know. They just said eastbound. I just felt like little Jerry Reed. How about that? 70s. Oh, uh, let's good, go back right now. <laughs> good stuff there. Uh, Detective Sean Willoughby being honest. And, you know, we're going to soft on criminals and we get the crap city that we get. And I don't mean that in terms of Albuquerque itself, but we can do better. We've got a mayoral election uh, next year. Uh, I know that uh, Steve Pierce isn't worried about that. I don't know if you saw that pull quote. In that Las Cruces paper, but he's he's focused on 2020, right? right. And uh, figuring out uh, who won the election and all that kind of stuff instead of you know focusing on the city of Albuquerque elections and uh, the executive director. Thank God she resigned. Uh, that was Anissa. Oh, our yeah, friend she, Anissa's she gone. Yeah, she's oh. gone. So uh, I guess I could just pretty much fire away. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I mean, when you spend 23 million dollars to get a congrat, the most expensive race in history. A political action committee to get your gal to win. Uh, I'm sorry, folks. That's not winning. Uh, <laughs> $23 million to get Eva Harold to win. Seriously. 
And 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 you still didn't outraise her. You still didn't outraise her. In fact, Yvette Harrell got outraised. She got outraised by Zoshitil Torres Small. She had all her own money, by the way, this time around. Yep. But there you go. Twenty-three million. That's that's what it gets you. You ever see one uh one want to know what twenty-three million looks like? <laughs> Just look at Yvette Harrell. There you go. <laughs> all right, uh, caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yep. David down here in uh Valencia County. Hey, David down there in uh, Valencia County. How's it going? It's going pretty good. We got a beautiful sunset on our hands. Okay. That's good. And uh, I know you didn't come here to talk about the weather and the sunsets, right? Uh, what, what no, do you want I'm to talk just about? saying uh, I want to talk about inoculation compared to vaccination and what uh, our great president, George Washington, did in Valley Forge. Do you know that George Washington died on this day? At 67 years of age, today, this is the uh, anniversary of his death. Did you know that? I did not. That actually is pretty cool. Well, that uh, it, that means you must subscribe to rockoftalk.chat, and you would, <laughs> you would have known that. If you would have subscribed this morning, you would have had that information right in your inbox. And, uh, yeah, 67 years young for the real father of this country. But uh, talk about inoculation versus vaccination. Go ahead. Well, Valley Forge. He inoculated all of his soldiers uh, from smallpox. We lost 3,000 soldiers because of that, but exposed us to the live virus. And so nowadays, I think it's better to be exposed to the live virus than to take the uh, vaccination. That's just my opinion. Uh, so you would be, we, we had an article about this just a few weeks ago, David, I'm, and this is such a good point. So I think, uh, would you drop your uh, tin can out there? you <laughs> He's got some steel can out there. David, I was talking about how I would rather be infected with the coronavirus than get the vaccine. And this had I a lot actually was infected with it. So Perfect. Um, you know how do you know how long you're good for? Seventeen years, I believe. That is right. That's we have the thinking. best listeners yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. We have the best listeners ever. So Edward Jenner actually talked about this and this was a whole entire thing, getting exposed. And I think he did this uh with cowpox. Right? right? He got the cowpox, and he injected it into a little boy. I don't know how he injected it, but he put it into a little boy, okay? And then he thought, okay, well, then we're going to go ahead and expose him to smallpox. Yeah. Ethics were a little different back then. <laughs> well, you had to... <laughs> Medical <I mean>. ethics. <laughs> ethics generally were different back then. Whatever it takes to get large populations to survive, uh, yeah. you yeah. know, the, the, those are people with a tremendous amount of faith, I will tell you yeah. that. Yeah. So they decided to go ahead and expose him to smallpox, and his reaction was far less than most other people who had not been exposed to any pox. So there you go. Your uh, actual theory uh, led exactly to uh, vaccinations well, later on. Expand on this a little bit. Sure. My wife was actually tested by the state because she's a state employee, mm. and she came back positive. And as a good husband, I stayed with her and developed symptoms with her. Uh, and then she went back to work uh, without a test. So I think the state knows also uh, if you're exposed, you're inoculated. And now are you going to get a vaccination? Yes or no? Hell no. Damn right. <laughs> there we go. Now, do you wear a mask? Hell no. Hell no, right, because you already had the coronavirus. Right. He, he's two of two. That's right. And uh, final one, are you going to get another test? 
Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> right back to <laughs> Oh, man, he's all aces. There you go. And, uh, and I'm a Pius grad from 1996, and I know Tim Whoa. Keller real well. Oh, wow. Uh, Do you guys uh, play on the football team together? No, he was a second string has-been that actually never made it. So he was not actually a uh, football player. They just let him uh, pretend. Playing the foos. You out there playing the foos, boy. He he was serving up the high-quality H2O. Yeah. (laughs) He couldn't even make the golf team. I was the number one on the golf team. He couldn't even make that. I played golf with him. It was terrible. I went to the Notre Dame alumni uh, the local chapter here, and I played with with Tim Keller. He's a terrible golfer, terrible, terrible. He's terrible at most things in his life, including governing. Wow, too bad you can't vote. Maybe you can come over here and help. We got to. I don't know what we're doing over here at out in Albuquerque, but uh, we're hopefully hopefully going to be sandwiched between the good people of Sandoval County and Valencia County. And I just want to congratulate well, you. I left. I left Bernalillo uh, this year and actually bought land down here in Valencia to get away from the communists and uh, everything that's going on up there. The South Valley but, Heights over there. Eee, that's there you are. About. That's right. <laughs> All right. Good. Thanks for calling in, and uh, thanks for being yes, such sir. a good husband to your wife and uh, explaining this. Uh, very good. See, but, uh, the apples don't fall far from the tree. we got yeah. smart people from Pius and other people not so smart. Not so smart. Caller here in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh Yes, I'd like to talk about Sean Willoughby. You know, I appreciate, uh, not really, you having him on the show because I know that you're out for information. But I really think that this guy is talking, and not to disrespect him, but I really, he's a union worker. He has no other choice, but, uh, you know, he might be able to say what he says. But his words really don't matter because when it comes down to a vote as a union worker, you have to go with what the union tells him. Okay, so, so, yeah, I I don't disagree with what you're saying. In fact, that's been a beef between uh, Sean and I. Um, In fact, I didn't have him on for two months, uh, last couple of months. uh, I remember that. Yeah, almost for that very reason is because I'm like, what are you guys going to do, endorse Tim Keller again? And and you can see people are, like, chomping at the bit. Uh, This is is awesome. Well, you know, and I really lost respect for him because, you know, as far as his great ideas and all the things he, you know, has in mind, it doesn't matter because the union, and when Keller came up for, I remember you getting upset with, and I was upset with him because it was like, dude, you're not going by what your word is, you're going by what they're telling you, and that really upset me, and I just, you know. No, you're right, you're 100% right, you're absolutely, you're 100% right to be, uh, you know, upset with him, and I think uh, every right. I'm I I side with you on that whole thing, and I'm glad that you called to bring that out. And I think uh, you, these are what we need. We need more checks on power. Sean Willoughby's in a powerful position. He deserves to hear that uh, level of criticism, and I'm glad that you brought it. What's your name, sir? My name is Michael. Thank you very much. Hey, for your time. Michael, abs- absolutely good. Good comment. And this is what this is where you guys can speak truth to power. This is where you could tell them, yeah, he's going to go, hey, yeah, Sean Willoughby. Yeah, he says he's on this, but yeah, but he's going to end up voting for Tom Keller again. Yeah, criticize him. Let That's him what? hear it. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. All right, uh, final call. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to, to, didn't mean to drop well, you know, I, I fought union, government union officials my whole life, Eddie, and Sean, over the months coming in here and, and interacting with him, I, I think I, he has changed my perspective, I think, a little bit on some of these issues, particularly the federal oversight, which I think has gotten totally crazy in this city and so um 
he, you know, at the end of the day, a union guy, the caller is absolutely right. They're going to endorse Democrats. Because Democrats will always oh, promise yep. them automatic raises and more benefits than Republicans will. So at the end of the day, that's how the politics is played. But uh, it's been a little eye-opening for me, having fought union people, government union people my whole life. Sean uh, and his friend who he brings in here, a fellow official, uh, they brought me around on a couple of the issues. And, like, for example, the federal oversight, I think things have gotten completely out of control in terms of uh, uh, officers out there kind of hamstringing officers being afraid that if I do something and it goes sideways, I'm going to end up before the, the, the federal uh, oversight board again. Well, today is a very curious day um, in that the first vaccinations were handed out. The very same day that, of course, the Electoral College meets and votes, we had a complete list of all the times that everyone's sending in their vote. And then on top of that, it's like Bill Barr says, well, my job is done here. I've been able to guarantee a Joe Biden victory. And that's the way I feel. I'm sorry. I don't like the attorney general. I don't like the way he played it. And he was absolutely worthy of President Trump's criticism in that he did not do what he needed to do to prosecute. He had that for Joe Biden and his son for two years. And we're going to talk about the bumbling Bidens during our our second hour, but I'm sorry, I'm angry. Because today is a terrible day because everyone pretty much has got their votes officially cast in for Joe Biden, including the state of New Mexico. And we're going to stay on that. We should never vote on another Dominion machine. That's it. It doesn't even matter. We can't trust it. If we're going to spend that kind of uh, cheese on any of these uh, voting apparatuses, whatever they happen to be, what did we spend, $55 million? For a couple of years, yeah. For a couple of years. Absolutely ridiculous. According to the Secretary of State, Maggie Toulouse-Oliver, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris received 514,000 votes during the uh, 2020 election. And uh, Trump received literally 100,000 less, 491,894,000 votes. During the 2020 general election. So there you go. Did Biden win? Not fairly. We know there's plenty of cheating. We know that they took advantage. We know how the needle was moved. In fact, I spoke to the attorney who filed suit uh, today by email. Mr. Caruso representing the president. And it's a long brief that both Dowd and I are going to be looking into. We hope to have uh, Caruso on to talk a little bit about that. And I think that that's important. Because I don't trust the results. I know that it was far closer than what they said it was, especially with 912,000 votes uh, cast in all. And you're looking at places like this uh, one place in the Uper, northern Michigan. Trump banners, flags, yard signs, everywhere. This is the, all the Dominion voting that's just handed out. And there was one specific case where the, the, the vote literally got changed by one vote. Proposed, initiated ordinance to authorize marijuana retailers' establishment Within the village of Central Lake, it was, it was literally tied. And then it changed one vote. One second later, Dominion's vote totaled that showed in uh, this one particular area, 663 people voted in a district where there are only six eligible voters. <laughs> How does that happen? Dominion doesn't know anything about those places. All the same stuff that we were expecting. SIM cards, thumb drives... Forensics are being done. A lot of uh, CF cards. Uh, those are those uh, uh, square flash cards. You remember oh, those? Right, the yeah. old style. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. around like 15, uh, 15 years ago. So this guy, Matthew DiPerno, was able to assemble a team of highly trained forensic IT experts who agreed to arrive the next day to conduct the forensic examination. What did they find? Yep, they found fraud. They found fraud. And what was the attorney general? 
And what was the rest of the state doing? Doing everything they can to shut this down. The 13th Circuit Circuit Court Judge Kevin Eisenheimer heard the case this morning. DePerno filed the emergency motion, found out about the hearing when he saw the article published by the Detroit Free Press that they were running it, and the hearing took place this morning. We'll get the final results of this. But he found the actual fraud. It didn't match up whatsoever, and, you know, is this going to go back to the Supreme Court? We have two more opportunities. The chances are probably not at this point. But I'm still holding out hope. I really am. I I can't even believe our country is about to have Joe Biden as our president. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead, very quickly. Yeah, Thursday you had a guy on who discussed the Edward Jenner. He was from Europe or whatnot, or New England or England. I was wondering what his name was. I missed it. Uh, I've got that question a lot. I always refer people to the same place www.rockoftalk.chat. That is uh, Dr. Michael Yeadon. I'd appreciate it if you go to the rockoftalk.chat where we've uh, posted the article, all the information, as well as the audio of it. Fantastic. I also emailed you uh, a few days ago about some technical support ideas I gave you. Rockoftalk.chat. Just reach out to me right there. We're inundated with with information, but uh, what technical information do you want to talk about on air? Well, basically, you can... uh, you don't have to have www.dot when you tell people. If you set up your system right with the tech people, they can just go to rockoftalk.com. You do, realize, you do realize that we have a lot of people who Google stuff. In fact, uh, the third leading uh, way that people come in is by way of Google. Wow. So we do tell people to go to www because we try to keep them away from the Google searches. That's the only reason why. And if you just click in rockoftalk.chat, you'll notice that it does exactly what you requested. So It I, doesn't, uh, actually. I tried it and didn't do that. Well, type it in, down. I guess we want to get into a... Yeah, it just worked uh, for me. Yeah. It is rockoftalk.chat. Thanks, everybody, for listening back after the top of the hour. Positive. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600, KIVA, Albuquerque. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. The nation's top law enforcement official is leaving the White House. President Trump tweeting just had a very nice meeting with Attorney General Bill Barr at the White House. Our relationship has been a very good one. He has done an outstanding job. As per letter, Bill will be leaving just before Christmas to spend the holidays with his family. Deputy Attorney General Jeff Rosen, an outstanding person, will become acting Attorney General. The president has been openly feuding with Barr after he concluded that the Department of Justice has not seen fraud on a scale that could have affected a different outcome in the presidential election. At the White House, John Decker, Fox News. It's official. California's 55 electoral votes putting President-elect Biden over the top. Joseph R. Biden of Delaware, a Democrat, eyes 55. Knows zero. Confirming the Biden victory in last month's election, Biden's expected to speak later this hour. In excerpts released earlier, he's expected to say there is urgent work in front of all of us getting the pandemic under control to getting the nation vaccinated against this virus. The first doses of the Pfizer vaccine for COVID-19 are being distributed across the country as the nation surpasses 300,000 deaths. Another COVID-19 relief package on the table is being presented by Republicans and Democrats in the House and Senate. One bill 
would provide $748 billion in aid for small businesses and vaccine distribution. Basically what it does, it takes care of those who are unemployed. In an emergency, if you're unemployed, that's an emergency and you're running out of your unemployment check. We have 13 weeks or 16 weeks at $300 a week for that. Food assistance, we have nutrition assistance, food assistance. West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin, the second $160 billion package would include aid for state and local governments and create a temporary liability shield from COVID-related lawsuits. America is listening to Fox News. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Buonasera. Buonasera. How can I make the most of waiting for my next big vacation? Translate your questions into goals by investing with Merrill Edge Self-Directed. It's more accessible than you think, with helpful planning tools plus free online stock and ETF trades. So you can keep practicing your pronunciation. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash within reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fender, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer member of IPC. Other fees may apply. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Find your balance. Keep riding. And if you stop, put your feet down so you don't fall. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Rudy, I can't hear you. All right, there it should be. I should be connected once again. Hi, everybody. It's time to get our second hour underway. And, boy, I tell you what, it's just starting to get a little tough on the traffic. But let's start with the weather first, okay? Uh, looks like a fairly decent day tomorrow. Starts out with some clouds, but still we should get up to about 45 degrees, they tell us. Right now, looks like it is a 29-degree day in Santa Fe, 40 degrees at the Civic Plaza, and 38 at the Rock of Tuck. All right, the accident, the first of the two accidents on uh, Paseo del Norte eastbound just before Wyoming, that's still working, but the one at Wyoming has cleared out of your way. All in all, though, still really a tough grind all the way back to I-25 heading towards the mountains on Paseo. The westbound side across the river, that's not too bad right now. Busy, but moving. And if you're on I-25 southbound and getting off at Lomas, you're going to just see packed brake lights all the way till you get to Loveless and the Heart Institute there at uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. No accidents, just a lot of folks heading in the same direction. This traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe. They have their 50% half-off sale for the rest of the year. They've got this heavenly hydrating mask. Talked to Janice about that the other day. What it is is it's for people that have that dry hair, and then when the temperatures change so much, you come in from inside. I'm sorry, from outside to inside all the time. You really need this. It is $30 this week and this month only. And they have the hair transformation mask as well. If you'd like to see it all, just simply go to salondeluxe.com. All right, we are up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600. KIVA 93.7 FM and rockoftalk.com, abq.fm, abq.am, abq.fm. You don't need to put a www in front of that. We got a new show killer. That guy's the show killer. It worked he, on he, two two different browsers I just tried. So Yeah, but he's a total show killer. Yeah. Uh, he literally comes in to just kind of just be a giant wet blanket. And he, I'm 100% positive that's the guy that called me the a-hole on the air and tried to get me in touch with the, remember that. the FCC. Yes. Remember yes. that? And I dumped him. 
I mean, just guy. He's like, ugh. Just you know, people act like they're your buddies, and they're really, they're really not. It's okay, right? Be careful. Be what do you careful call those? There, uh, what do they call those in in uh, frenemies? Frenemies. Yes. Frenemies. You got you got frenemies on Facebook. By the way, you notice the number of people who are just still on Facebook. It's all Facebook. Still. Still. Yep. I, I will report though that I have almost migrated 100% to DuckDuckGo away from oh, uh, the evil G word, and I am about halfway migrated away from YouTube. And more more progress needs to be made on that front. But you know, it, it takes. You talk about habits. You know, I mean, it's it's hard to change habits. You've got to kind of stick with it, and then your brain shifts over, and you're you're okay. So I don't want anything to do with Silicon Valley and the psychopaths and the. Um, the Silicon Valley uh, is all that's in the Biden administration. They, oh, uh, are they ever? They are, are they mobbed up with over. with them? Yep. <clears throat> that's the new mob. It's not. Uh, in fact, Wall Street might move away from. Yeah, New York City, true, believe it yeah. or not. So we've been doing a lot of reading. Yep. We've covered election fraud, met with Sean Willoughby, got a couple of things. It was Dr. Michael Yeadon. Uh, subscribe at www.rockoftalk.chat, and I'll keep saying that um, because we have a lot of older people who really do need to know that they got to go to their browser yep. and not to Google. When you Google stuff, Google takes you where they want to go, yep, yep. not where you want to find the information. One of the reasons I've been, I've switched, not just knowing what you know through the news, one of the reasons I've switched, I am switching from Google to other browsers is I will run the same search on Google that I try with other browsers. Different. How weird. Oh, you learn a lot when you yeah, do that, you ladies do. and gentlemen. Yeah. You really do. Give it, give it a shot if you have a free moment. Yeah, there you go. Just uh, experimental. Um, and I will say one thing. If you use a VPN, you're going to have a lot of websites that aren't going to let you touch their stuff. VPN is like uh, you walking into the store and saying you're not, you don't have a mask on. They're going to throw you out of their store uh, half the time. I use a VPN. All it is telling me is that, hey, does some place actually respect me enough to allow me to use my VPN? That's uh, the way that it goes uh, for me. Uh, this hour, we'll cover uh, blue political solutions. We mean the Democrat Party. Spaceport Resort, great article uh, this morning. Uh, thank you, Dad. We'll talk a little bit about that. I told you, uh, remind our second hour audience, Dowd. Uh, what I said about uh, Virgin Galactic. You have predicted that the company will be bankrupt by February, and February is rapidly approaching. And they'll never make it to outer space. Uh, yeah, no. And then we'll talk about leaving California during our last segment. But let's talk about this corona craziness, because Florida right now leads the nation in pushing accuracy and transparency of COVID-19 testing. Wouldn't it be Michelle Lujan Grisham? No, she doesn't want to tell you anything, right? There's no sunlight being uh, shared no, in no. one of the sunniest states. Uh, and maybe that's why they call Florida the sunshine state. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, the New York Times actually wrote about this, and they discovered a large percentage, doubt of these tests. This is remarkable. Yes. Absolutely remarkable. Fascinating stuff. Uh, trust the science. Trust the science, right? Yeah. Well, here you go. The paper actually reported that most labs were using 35 to 40 RNA amplifications which are called CTs or cycle thresholds. Now, follow along here. We're not experts. We're just telling you. Although this confirms what Dr. Eden was telling us. Exactly. In order to detect traces of the virus, they use these CTs. And any virus that is captured only through a CT level above 25 and above 30 is very likely to be a false positive. Think about that. Literally forcing positives. Now, all those people who are out there, conspiracy theorists, New York Times is writing about this? A Portuguese judge ruled that any positive test that used more than 25 cycle thresholds, this is in Portugal, is not reliable, it has to be thrown out, and you cannot force a quarantine on somebody who took a test that has a CT level above 25. All right? So I'm not going to get into the weeds on this, 
But Governor Ron DeSantis actually is the first state that will begin quantifying the CT levels and adjusting the policies and whether or not people need to be in a false, or excuse me, forced quarantine on a false positive. Such good news. Right? Because everyone who's taken them, like, well, I got the coronavirus. Well, I don't really feel sick. Uh, they said I was positive. And right? I'm like, you probably had one of those accelerated 35 to 40 RNA amplifications that said, well, you're positive where you're not really positive. This isn't Alex Jones talking to you or anything like that, okay? Although I will say my compliments to Alex Jones carrying his most important broadcast ever, he said on Friday. He is very good. I am sorry. And for those of you who's like, Eddie, you're too smart to be playing Alex Jones. Or I got another that said, you need to take that off of your radio station. (laughs) I'm like, you need to get a grip. You should probably listen to Alex Jones a little bit more. Because Alex Jones is, is... is uh, what is it? The tip of sp- the tip of the spear, <laughs> <laughs> making the frogs gay. <laughs> He's inter- entertaining. It's entertaining. He's very entertaining. <laughs> now, uh, Florida is now requiring labs to report these cycle thresholds. Now you know that New Mexico, New York, uh, Oregon, Washington won't include any of this. No. Okay, this is a this is a switch, and of course, just the news is right on top of this. But the cycle thresholds now have to be reported. Such good news. Final, oh. Finally, some accountability yep, for yep. the people who are testing. How many different uh, tests are there? I believe there's seven. Yeah. Seven tests. And how many of those have accelerated cycle thresholds? Well, we don't know because the government isn't going to tell you that information. What they're going to tell you is they're going to blame you, regardless of the test that they give you, whether it's a low cycle threshold or a high cycle threshold. And if you test positive... Well, it's because you didn't mask up and you didn't take care of yourself and you're not saving lives and we're going to keep you on lockdown and we're going to shut down businesses. Isn't it time that after nine and a half months, we finally have some level of accountability for the people who are testing us? Mm -hmm. Because suddenly, I don't know when Bill Gates, the guy did not even finish college, but apparently he's got five MDs at this point. Yep, yep, yep. Brilliant. We're we're listening to this guy. And we're saying, okay, yes, sir, go ahead. Hey, Sam, bring your brother. This is homeschooling. This is, you know. This is studio school. Yeah, is, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, they got two days left at Kiva University. That's right. That's two right. days left. Uh, hold, hold the phone. I just want to double check on them. Uh, keep going, Doug. Yeah. No, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to KIVA Albuquerque, 93.7 FM, 1600 AM on your uh, radio dial, and I think that what's so important about this whole cycle threshold concept out of out of Florida, um, you know, Florida is a, a third, uh, it's not the, yeah, the third largest state in the union. This is not some crazy public official in some remote county somewhere. It's the right, third man. largest state in the union, and the governor is mandating more transparency for. It's going to give us a better. It's going to demonstrate for us, you know, the the the. the the validity, you want to talk about election integrity yes. and election validity? Let's have testing validity and testing security. And so for Ron DeSantis to, to mandate this, it's massive good news for the war against Arona hysteria. Uh, this is an article on Glenn Beck's paper, the, ba- the, the Blaze. The enormity of consequences from this decision cannot be overstated. A recent analysis of 29 studies, 29 conducted by Oxford University across the pond over there where my sister is, found that, quote, the evidence is increasingly pointing to the probability of culturing live virus being related to the amount of viral RNA in the specimen, and therefore, here we go, inversely related to the cycle threshold. So the higher the cycle threshold numbers are, the less the likelihood that you have a live virus in you and that yep. you're contagious. So uh, Florida, 
Uh, let's give him. Let's give him the clap and let us. Uh, make wait, a, wait, let's not... make a prediction. <laughs> Doctor Disgrace will have no interest in mandating uh, more transparency for te- or any transparency when it comes to testing in New Mexico. We will not in New Mexico be following the Florida example. Uh, correction. We don't want to give people the actual clap here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> wait, wait, we we, we want to applaud. That's where your mind is, Mr. Aragon. No. Uh, yes, we so will applaud. Is, we will applaud. So this is good news. Very. This is, this is not going to be coming. Uh, this would be a great question for, say, Dan Boyd, mm. um, or maybe one of our other yeah, uh, yeah, journal yeah. Horror, horror, journalists yes. right out there. Yes. So go ahead and ask. And I believe our new health secretary, or the interim, she hasn't been confirmed right, yet, right? right? right, right. She's going to be having a conference tomorrow morning or afternoon. So I'm interested to see if she's going to be open to something like this because Terrific. I think we need to start qualifying our tests. I would say asking the governor this question, first of all, she doesn't even know what a cycle threshold is, even though she has repeatedly said, hasn't she repeatedly said she deserves an honorary degree in microbiology? Well, she doesn't know what the threshold yeah. is either because the guy that she's with won't marry her, <laughs> so she'll never cross it. <laughs> that is go. a wise, uh, wise now, man. I'll be totally um, happy to give her the clap. I, I, I dare say I asking a question about this is more important than the Larry Barron's two questions of, <laughs> Um, Governor, how do you, how are you getting your groceries? And then the other one is, Governor, have you spoken to a constituent in the last nine months? That those are two very good questions. This question would be even even more important. <laughs> we love we love our MLG. All we? right, let me get back to it. I'm bear repeating twice. Thank you for doing that. Uh, but Bill Gates, not a man with uh, uh, a degree, uh, but somehow he has all these medical degrees. It, it seems like. So Jake Tapper, and if you saw our top ten yesterday, Jake Tapper asked him this question. When do you think life will fully return to what we thought of as normal back in January? And, and, and right away, as soon as you hear him ask that question, you think to yourself, why are we asking Bill Gates anything? What? Uh, other what, than Microsoft what, stock price? Why would you ask him anything? Well, I, I think <laughs> what contribution tangibly could you say that he is contributing? And you can't say it other than he resigned the Microsoft board. He seems to know something about these numbers and is very very heavily invested in this, but we seem to be going to him a lot. In fact, he seems to be the liberal leader, if, yep. you're, if you're catching this, and yep. he, he hails from uh, Washington State. And here's his answer. By the summer, we'll be way closer to normal than we are now. Thanks, Bill. Wow. We're, by the summer? You think we're going to... Oh, Mr. Gates, can we go closer? outside again, please? So, but he, he, here's, the, here's the dangerous and dramatic part. And remember, I just saw Songbird. He says through early 2022, uh, we'll be in full-blown civil war by then. Because I can tell you right now, uh, we're not going to be able to take Biden and the disease and the lockdowns here in Luhanistan. We're not going to be able to take all that at once. We just aren't. There'll be full-blown civil war. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on uh, in the show. Now, the epidemiologists, of which Dr. Disgrace is not, and which other ones are not, uh, actually want us to maintain this level of social distancing. And from what I'm hearing from people who are out traveling about, they're stacking people in planes and trains and all these places now. So if these epidemiologists want to go ahead and maximize social distancing and, and masks forever, even after that there's a vaccine, and so what, what are they actually telling us? They're telling us that this vaccine doesn't work and they don't trust it. And there's a reason why. Because no vaccine, as was heard on several radio shows early this morning, that mess with your R- an RNA vaccine has ever worked. That's according to the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. 
So they say, I expect that wearing a mask will become part of daily life moving forward, even after a vaccine is deployed. Why take a vaccine? Exactly. What's the purpose? Well, you're going to take a vaccine. You don't need to wear a mask anymore. That's why I want to take a vaccine. Well, it doesn't matter because you're still going to have to wear the vaccine. I mean, wear the mask. I don't know. It's all the same, right? Are you still going to have to get a test? That's why our brilliant caller from Valencia County answered it right. An assistant professor at California Polytechnic said that life would never revert never, to the way never. that it was. What are we doing at this point? Dr. Burks says this is going to be the worst event that this country will ever face. Who are these people? What are they doing to this country and why are we paying attention? And I've seen several pictures of Dr. Burks with Bill Gates, with Dr. Fauci. Oh, yeah. The whole crowd. And here's, here's what she says verbatim. This is not the worst. This is not just the worst public health event. This is the worst event that this country will ever face. And not just from a public health aid. What is coming next? Unbelievable. Seriously. Sweetheart, there was this little uh, unpleasantness <laughs> in the 1860s uh, that was pretty bad. Like 600,000 people died. So, yeah, I, I don't know that it quite qualifies uh, as, as worst as the war between the states. And what's worse is it's all your fault. Every single thing here was preventable, mm. even though no vaccine, no mask, and no swab will ever prevent you from actually getting it. Sound crazy? It's totally nuts. It is insane. Gaslighting to the nth degree and blaming you. This is the most abusive relationship that you've ever been in. And I don't care how many times you've been slapped across the face or whatever. Not trying to make light of this, folks. You are being abused. And then there's Michelle Lujan Grisham. We're now in death panels here in New Mexico. We're going to have to what they refer to as rationing care. So we did a little bit of research on this and found, guess what, folks? Yes, New Mexico hospitals have actually had more patients than they have right now. And across the country, hospital space remains available for both COVID-19 patients and other medical needs. Let me give you these numbers because it's kind of crazy. You know how much hospital space we have? We're selling the available hospital right. space we have to the city of Albuquerque for the homeless. For homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make this up, folks. You should impeach your mayor, your governor, uh, every Democrat in the state at this point. The latest spike in positive COVID tests has brought renewed fears of hospitals straining on an influx of COVID-19 patients. Fear not, au contraire. Here we are. If you're in Chicago, they spent $120 million on 38 patients. <laughs> Here's the occupancy rates. Higher than hotels. Lower than homeless shelters. In New York, 76% of hospital beds are taken. 61% of ICU beds. Aren't we hearing about massive numbers of people dying in California? 76% of inpatient beds are filled. How about Ohio? They've had a rash of uh, in, in, uh, what infections lately. 71% of inpatient beds are taken. This is all right there. Dr. Joanne Roberts, the chief value officer for Providence St. Joseph, said a well-functioning hospital probably runs at about 85 capacity on an average day. Average day. Think about this. You are getting gaslit to no end. Oh, and it's not just now. Not only can you not go to the hospital because we're rationing care, and, you're, and you have to take the vaccine and everything else. Now, now here's the advice. It's Christmas time. It's Thanksgiving. Don't touch anybody. Don't hug anybody. This is literally the advice that is being, that is being given out by the World Health Organization and the United Nations. It's a horrible thing to think that we would be here in the World Health Organization saying to people, don't hug each other. It's terrible. That is the brutal reality in places like the United States right now. 
Huh? This is craziness, folks. I don't even know what else there is to say. I feel for you. I'm sorry you're going through this. Try to stay sane by listening to this radio station or our broadcast. Because it's a powder keg waiting to explode out there. Because it's so irrational. It doesn't make sense. On the very same day, just through synchronicity, because events coming together, Bill Barr resigns on the very day that Joe Biden is likely confirmed through the Electoral College as president as the first vaccines are handed out, and we're still getting told to lock down. Like I told you the day before the election, it's lockdown versus liberty. Whatever you chose that day, you get the government you deserve. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Well, more craziness this time from the Democrats. Bill de Blasio. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the North Face. They've got so much money. You're spending so much money on those $250 jackets, $300 jackets, and the $20 socks. (laughs) They're just swimming in money over there. Yeah, we'll talk about them. I don't know if you've seen the Patagonia stuff and the thing on the uh, reverse side, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It said, uh, get, what did they say? Get rid of those. Global it's, warming nonsense. But it says uh, it, it's a, a bad word, the S word. Oh. I think. Yeah, get rid of the A something or other. I'll also talk about how Donna Anna is uh, the county commissioners are padding their paychecks. They're all Democrats, folks. They're all Democrats. They want you to wait in line, but they're making more money than they ever have, and they're not losing their jobs because they work for the government. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Elevate Trampoline Park. Ready to elevate your kids with Elevate Jump Packs. Packed with an Elevate t-shirt, socks, cafe cash cards, two-hour jump passes, all packs highly discounted. Order online at elevateyourkids.com. Pick any of our four jump packs at elevateyourkids.com. Call ahead and order $5 pizza for curbside pickup for instant family fun. Elevate jump packs and $5 pizzas daily online at elevateyourkids.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. International Protective Service, or IPS, is the very best security investigations firm in New Mexico and the southwestern United States. We utilize the very best law enforcement, the United States military, and true security professionals from all over the world. When you, your family, or your business needs the very best, think of International Protective Service. Call International Protective Service today at 505-897-2420 or visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. Oh.
the cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all-natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens, online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. I don't know how to tell time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. The pineapple coconut waffle at Sunny Side Up. It's a whole wheat pancake filled with diced pineapples, toasted coconut, and homemade vanilla cream sauce. Go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Friends ask me what my recommendations are. I just say, theplaceilike.com. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, it's great for locals. Awesome weekly deals, too. Theplaceilike.com. Pets.theplaceilike.com. Great news! Anne Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Anne Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Anne Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. I know it's already getting really chilly as the sun is pretty much gone for the day. At Haynes Park, it's 37 degrees. To Harris, mostly clear skies, 30 degrees, and it's 37 at the Rock of Talk. A couple of problems are starting to clear Paseo del Norte. The accident we had just before uh, Louisiana and uh, the one right before Wyoming, both are gone. And the drive is starting to improve. If you're on Coors Boulevard, southbound, it's going to be under 20 miles an hour between I-40 and Los Volcanes. Minor incident there has also cleared. And San Mateo, uh, southbound also, that stumbles right there at Manal as you get your way to I-40. And then speeds you back up to normal. Well, this traffic report brought to you by Taco Tote and Central across from the historic Highland Theater. While they cannot be open like most restaurants right at the moment, they do have great delivery. I was there the other day, and it was just jammed in the drive-thru and moving quite quickly. What you want to do is get this family of five meal deal. Enjoy takeout with one half pound of meat, 12 hash, uh, uh, hand 
made tortillas, rice and beans, cheese, chips, and salsa, and you can order it online by going to hugetacos.com. All right, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Getting some negative stuff. People are not feeling good. They're angry about Bill Barr. They're angry about what's happened. Uh, they're not happy. And uh, look, this is what we got because your leadership, particularly in your Republican Party, didn't fight hard enough for, for Donald Trump. It's really what it comes down to. They didn't do it in Georgia. They didn't do it here in New Mexico. They certainly didn't do it in other states uh, as well, where you've got the former New Jersey governor. I mean, you can't even believe that giant fat guy, mayor of uh, the, the governor of New Jersey, the one that was walking around, like he couldn't wait to stick it to Trump. Mm. He could not wait. These rhino Republicans need to go away. They diluted the power of Donald Trump at every turn. They either took his money, took his votes. They didn't like the fact that he was new to the whole entire thing. And they said, no, 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 we'd rather have Bill de Blasio or Cuomo or any of these Democrats rather than have to put up with Trump running our party. That's really who these people are. Do you think Bill Barr should say anything? New party if, if, if he's not in office on January 20th? I think the Trump... Party should be the Trumplicans, and I think honestly, I think it needs to move into that direction. Really, and I think, really, I really okay, do. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's a bold assertion, but I, you know, well, can, can, the, can this marriage be saved? I mean, guys no, like Mitt Romney, no, no, can they can no, they make peace with no, true blue Trump Trumplicans? I don't, no, I don't think so at this point. No, 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 there's no doubt about it. There's zero zero love lost between them, and we always thought it was going to be the progressive left that was going to divide from the Democrats, right. but uh, <laughs> you know, and that might happen too. Yeah. yeah. All I can tell you is that nobody's ever going to trust a uh, trust a vote again. <laughs> what's that? What's that? Right? What's what? When I tell my what do I tell my kids when they grow up? Never trust a you know what uh, it starts with the F, ends okay. with a T. You know, <laughs> I, I can't even say the word because it's just so gross, right? Never trust a. Uh, they're like laughing. <laughs> Never trust a vote. Yeah. Same thing. It's about the same. Lose it in the wind. It's been done. Won't get fooled again. We got fooled again, folks. And again, and again, and again. Because you are, I don't know, what is it, too nice? I'm not sure what it is. I mean, they were all in. Musicians, movies, they didn't care if they got rid of Hollywood, the music industry, sports teams. Like, they went all in. They wanted it more. They were willing to cheat, lie, cheat, steal, whatever it took. They didn't care. Still with a straight face. They did not care. And then we're worried about doing it right all the time. You know, somebody once texted in, they said, well, you know, not until we cheat like they do are <laughs> yeah. we going to win. I'm, it might come to that. Mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting that in any way, shape, or form. It's got to be a change of culture, uh, to be sure. I'm certainly not wais- raising the white flag uh, quite yet. I just believe in Donald Trump, and I believe in this country too much. But I'm I'm slightly down today, not going to lie. So here's kind of what's happening on the fringe. And and even if you don't think that this matters a whole lot, 
In my opinion, when I hear things like this, it speaks volumes. CBS 7 reported that Innovix Downhold Solutions ordered a number of jackets from a company called the North Face. You might be familiar with it. It's got all that uh, all that hipster stuff oh, yeah. all over it. I just uh, The ski folks, the ski bums like to, like to buy from the North. Whatever. It's just like, I'm enlightened, got expanded consciousness, I have time to hike and ski and do all these great things, and I can afford to buy $300 jackets and apparel. And honestly, it's really not that much w- better made. Not like my Toomey bags. I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that. That's nice. That's good quality right there. <laughs> so this popular outdoor recreation company decided to deny Intimix Downhole Solutions their apparel. Like, isn't all money green? Don't you just want to sell it to whoever wants to buy it? They're based in Houston. They denied them to sell because they're involved in oil and gas. The company gets a Christmas gift for its employees. This year it was supposed to be North Face jackets with an Innovex logo. They ordered the gear many times in the past. They do it every year. The company provided the jackets, said that North Face doesn't want to support the oil and gas industry in the same way they rejected the porn industry or the tobacco industry. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, can you imagine having that much money that you just don't need to sell your stuff? So they, ah, I'm not going to sell 100 jackets. I don't know. That's probably like a 50 grand order for the logos and all the special stuff. The recreational activities they encourage are ones that require hydrocarbons to make the products, to provide the means to get into whatever activity folks want to perform. It's just intertwined with everything that we do. It's part of our culture. It's part of our corporate culture. Corporate culture is going bankrupt. Cities are going bankrupt. This political correctness is making the entire world bankrupt. Rejoining the Paris Accord will make us bankrupt. We prove that. Do you remember one of the reasons? How is it that no one's talking about this? Do you know what happens when we have to carry the, the brunt of this? And I'm sure Larry Barron's can speak to this with yeah, PowerTheFuture.com. Time, yeah. Do you realize what that's going to cost this country? Over $100 trillion in order us order for us to comply with everything by 2050. By 2050, that's what it will cost us. Our annualized GDP is about $21 trillion, or was. It's all funny money now. So what do you do when you let leftist politicians and Democrats in control? What are they good at doing? Bitching, whining, complaining. That's what they do. And they blame somebody else. And like, well, we, 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 I don't know what to do. Why don't we, we have two solutions. We're going to print money or we're going to find money from somebody else who's going to give us money that they already have because they like us. Bill de Blasio has no other way to economically develop an unbelievable city in New York. And his answer to the city's bleak fiscal and economic positions that it's currently in, that he created is we need a massive bailout from the federal government. This is exactly the solution that Michelle Lujan Grisham or Governor Brown in, in Oregon or any of these other Democrat blue states want. It will drown us in debt. The number one thing we're fighting for is the stimulus, he says. He told this to business owners. Business owners who know how to make jobs, make opportunity, make money. Can you imagine being the mayor of the number one financial center of the world in New York City and saying we're waiting for money to come from Washington, D.C. to bail us out? I think that's going to be tough to achieve 
in the first stimulus, the one that's being debated right now. There could be some, and we're just waiting for more money to come in. As soon as President Biden gets into office, they'll just print more money. Do you see the future, folks? It's dark. It's bleak. Printing money ain't going to help. New York City will never recover from this. The New York Stock Exchange is thinking of relocating because it no longer needs to operate in New York City. That will destroy what's left of New York City, believe you me. Not to mention the karma it's got coming for it by virtue of kicking its number one citizen, our president, Donald J. Trump, in the teeth day after day, week after week, other than Alexander Hamilton's New York Post, there's not much left in New York City, trust me. De Blasio just wants more money coming from the federal government that is not going to grow anything because it will be indebted to the federal government. We will be owned by Washington, D.C. if you're a New Yorker. New Mexican, we already are. Has that guy ever updated his death spiral state doubt? I think we need to look in that tonight. We've got to look in that tonight. Yeah, I think it was a couple years ago when he, he crafted it. Yeah. 20, 2011, 2015, the last time I talked to him was 2015, 2016. The Blasio doesn't even know how to borrow money responsibly. He increased his level of spending in New York City, which is a dump this year to three times the rate of inflation. Services have been cut back. There's no bus service. There's no... What, they, didn't they stop the trains, too? Mm-hmm. But guess who hasn't lost? Just like in the city of Albuquerque. He has yet to lay off one city employee. Not one. Not a one in New York City. Every municipal job has maintained... They laid off workers in the private sector. They got rid of uh, HQ2, right? Because Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez didn't want it. They were celebrating that, right? For the workers. The future is bleak indeed. Goldman Sachs is relocating to Florida. NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange say that they'll be going to leaving the area soon because of these stock transfer taxes that are being imposed in New Jersey by Phil Murphy. Proximity to New York City is no longer relevant in today's trading environment, according to Hope Jerkowski, a top New York stock stock exchange executive. Devastating. I don't even know what to say about that. But nonetheless, if you're a Democrat, true blue Democrat, this is what you do. You don't lose your job. You get more money from the federal government, state government, local government. And then, when you get any semblance of power, you know what I'm thinking? You know what just flashed in my brain? In this economic depravity that we're having in this state, how Yvette Harrell got $23 million wasted on her. We spent $23 million. Dow, think about that for a second. $36 million spent on that race in one of the poorest states. The most expensive race in history. I can't get that out of my head. Please help me. Down in Dona Ana, guess what's happening? The Dona Ana County Board of Commissioners voted to approve a 15% pay raise for their positions. $5,000 annually in the midst of this economic depression. Restaurants are shut down. Places are shut down. 
all over the place. $40,000 a year. They got a $5,000 bump, including to Commissioner Emmanuel Sanchez, who chose to abstain from the vote. I'm not going to vote for a, for a race for myself. I can't do that. People are suffering, but if you want to give me $5,000, I'm okay with that. My kids are burning something out there. I think it's... Can you smell it? Yeah, I do. Can, can, can you check? <laughs> I'm going to pop in there first. Yeah, I'm going to pop in there. Let me finish this. In the meantime... Unbelievable. In the meantime, people are waiting in line an hour, hour and a half, two hours, three hours, or in the case of the rail yards for the drive through pickup, four hours. One customer, because they're doing it local, right? One customer waited nearly four hours in line to pick up their goods at the holiday market. What was burning? Uh, a little pizza incident with the microwave, but I think we're okay. <laughs> no flames. No, no flames. flames? Okay, good. No, just, I don't know if you moved on from the Doniana, but I believe one of those uh, commissioners who voted for the pay raise uh, is a Republican. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Isabella Solis. Uh, yes, Republican. Yes. She just recently ran for the House of Representatives. Oh, yeah. there she is. There she is. Isabella needs a... Because wherever you can, people got to eat. You know, Christmas. Whatever. I don't know. But this one woman waited four hours at the event on Saturday at the Rail Yards Market, packed with people waiting to pick up their holiday. And I love the attitude, right? I, you know, the attitude that are going in. They're, no, I'm okay. I got yeah, all the time. I don't have right. to go to work. Yeah, you, know? Exactly. you know, it's okay. I'm okay. I don't need Why to be anywhere. nothing better to do. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> what she said. She was, she was okay. People told their crews, despite the way, we were just happy to support local. It's good, bro. Yeah, I'll wait there four hours. I got nowhere to go anyway. I'm good here. Yeah, just bring me some sopapillas from El Modelo. I'm okay. <laughs> sopapillas. That's my weakness. Is oh, it? Love those. Oh. It's everybody's weakness. With the honey? Oh, just to die for it. <laughs> it's everybody's weakness. I love the stuffed sopapilla. Maybe. I love the sopapilla burger. I'll, I'll eat it in any form. <laughs> I think that's what's entrapping people here. You know, the land of, en- the food, the food? of entrapment. The food is I'll it? bet you if you really boil it down to the one thing that's keeping people here, it's pretty good. it might be the sopapillas. Yeah. <laughs> particularly at Modelo. Like, yeah. you, you can't leave here. Yeah, yeah. Right? On my way, when I lived in Vegas, I used to, you know, I'd get uh, three tamales. Oh, yeah. Three tamales and three stuffed sopapillas and take them with take me. Them I, was, I was good for the week. <laughs> you want to talk about social distancing? Hey, oh, there you go. Just don't run out of honey. Yeah, I always run out of honey. You know, without bees, we'd be dead in three years, right? Uh, I was raised on an apple orchard where bees were played a major role in the <laughs> in the uh, in the springtime yes, to bring about the crop. Uh, you know, you know who came up with that? It was Albert Einstein? Yeah. Interesting. Just more reading. We'll talk about the Spaceport Resort. Oh, this down will be fun, in Southern folks. New Mexico. <laughs> when we return. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. It's Davis Kitchen's 25th anniversary celebration. Okay, try this. 
Get up to $2,500 off a kitchen remodel during Davis Kitchen's 25th anniversary. Hmm, better. Davis Kitchens is New Mexico's first choice in kitchen remodeling. And it is our 25th anniversary celebration. Oh, with up to $2,500 off a kitchen remodel. Well, you know what you like. Davis Kitchens, Manal and Eubank. Terms and conditions apply. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all-natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens, online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Dr. William Gardner provides good, rejuvenating sleep. Dr. Gardner, one of a few providers of the oral advancement therapy, the Oat Sleep Apnea Device. This is great. It allows more oxygen while sleeping any position comfortably. Great sleep is a call away. Call Dr. Gardner, 828-2669. 828-2669. Dr. William Gardner accepts Medicaid for the Oat Sleep Apnea Device. 828-2669. Life Spring at Salon Helena, Albuquerque's home for Kangen water. Life springs from the water you drink. Alkaline water is healthy water. Change the water you drink. Change your life. Go to water.theplaceilike.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192.
All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Cool night, no doubt. It's going to go down towards 22 degrees. That is cold. And right now, we're kind of far from that. At the Star Center in uh, at Santa Ana, looks like it's 35 degrees, 37 at the VA hospital, and it's 36 at the Rock of Talk. You know, this has just been a tough one for Paseo del Norte heading eastbound towards the mountain. Third accident in the last hour and a half. This is on Paseo del Norte eastbound right at Louisiana. Looks like you got a couple of lanes blocked once again. There goes the traffic backing up once again from the I-25. If you're on Paseo westbound, that's not much better. As you make your way towards the west side from Kimmick all the way to Universe under 10 miles an hour. This Christmas unlike any before. Have you heard the message? Go to makeusgodly.com. Just what we all need this Christmas. Listen and then text every friend on your mobile device. Let no one be left out. Makeusgodlyagain.com. Pass it on. We're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. And I think it's going to be a long, long time. It's gonna be a long, long time, Dowd. <laughs> it's been a long, long time. <laughs> like never. I <laughs> literally. Yeah, it's going to be a long, long, long time. Like never. Like never. Still waiting, aren't we? <laughs> still paying. Started, still he waiting. embarked on this in uh, you know, you know, Donald Trump's out further in outer space than uh, Richard Branson. Yeah. That was the worst Richard Branson. I don't even know what I was doing there. Who cares? Richard Branson's nowhere to be found. There's no official statements. He's no longer a majority shareholder. Oh, he's, he's, the whole uh, thing is like... like New Mexico has so much money, we just handed $250 million over to Richard Branson. Oh, you know, I was playing around the other day on, yeah. a, in, in, on an interest calculator. If we just set that <laughs> money aside for 15 years at a, at a fairly low interest rate, you know, we would have, uh, we, we, could, we could be giving everyone in New Mexico a check for, you know, whatever. I was just playing around. If we just hadn't spent the money on this boondoggle all those years ago, where we could maybe have helped people out with a little stimulus check this year. Nope, nope, nope. We, Isn't we, it amazing, Dow, that... Uh, it was one Barack Hussein Obama who got rid of NASA. And it was and it was the irony of ironies and Donald Trump establishes Space Force. Yeah, I mean I, I think what we've seen we've now seen Elon Musk put two uh manned spacecraft up into the ISS. We've got Elon planning in twenty twenty one to send what director Doug Lyman and actor yep. well, performer uh Tom Cruise up into space and uh I fear if Elon puts rich folks in orbit before even Branson can put rich folks in suborbit, not that it was ever a great business model to begin with, there's just no reason for any affluent person to even look at Richard Branson. Because well, for, he's, he's not affluent anymore. I, I can either. go, well, right. I can, no, but I mean in terms of purchasing an expensive ticket to space, why don't I just go with Elon? I, I mean, the difference between going up and having 15 minutes or probably less now uh, of so- suborbital space flight and going up in orbit for days or weeks. I mean, you might as well just write a bigger check to Elon and go to space with him and, and, and say to hell with you, uh, Branson. I mean, that's even assuming that Branson could ever pull this off, which he still hasn't really done yet, has he? Um, another yeah. another fizzle this weekend uh, down there uh, at, well, at the spaceport. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, let me, before we uh, jump headlong into spaceport's failure to launch, uh, 
which uh, Dowd wrote up, and he's been on this. He's also a stockholder. Uh, uh, also the, he had a lot <laughs> riding on this. His share, he was really hoping that this would uh, send him uh, not suborbital, <laughs> exactly. but completely orbital. My, reti- my whole retirement plan was based on it. <laughs> um, a, a former Israeli space security chief has uh, indicated that Donald Trump is very aware that uh, UFOs existed, uh, of the extraterrestrials' existence, he had been on the verge of revealing information, yes. but was asked to not in order to prevent mass hysteria, because yeah. it uh, would question, you know, I, I think our very existence. And a respected professor, retired General Eshed, said the aliens were especially curious about humanity and were seeking to understand the fabric of the universe. This isn't from any old uh, rag, it, by the way. This is NBC News, by yep. the way. Yeah, it's Who's been reported everywhere. This? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I am Eshed, a uh, respected professor and retired general. Inter- interesting, interesting comment. You know. Well, Trump did allude to the fact that uh, Trump uh, said space is going to be the future, both in terms of defense and offense. Yep. We're now the leader in space, and uh, he has the official flag of the newly created military branch, which is known as Space Force. So, Branson won't be a part of that. Elon Musk uh, is already talking about Mars, and uh, Richard Branson can't get that out of New Mexico, just like uh, all of us. hey There we go. (laughs) No, Trump is right. The future is space, but I don't think New Mexico has much of a future in space. Um, Yeah, I I just when I started, I needed an interesting hook to to start this article, available on uh, rockoftalk.chat, ladies and gentlemen. Um, in 2009, so we're talking about what 11 year, 11 and a half years ago. This was the the groundbreaking ceremony for for uh, Spaceport America, and of course we were going to have you know it's, we're supposed to have 5,000 jobs a couple of years later uh, at down at the spaceport. Uh, I think we have a lot of we have a couple dozen government jobs down there, but not not actually. I don't think we've had 5,000 people go through that. Uh, probably not. It, it is really in the in, in the middle of nowhere. So Branson was supposed to fly his carrier ship. Uh, white Knight uh, on the shovel-turning ceremony in 2009. So this was just the plane. This is not the spacecraft that is launched from the plane. So they were they took off from uh, Mojave, California, and a warning light flashed on the airplane, and the pilot decided that he was not going to go to Spaceport America. He had to turn around and go back to Phoenix. So I thought that was a rather inauspicious uh, beginning uh, for the groundbreaking ceremony for Spaceport America. This weekend, we were to have the first actual piloted spacecraft go into space, admittedly on a suborbital flight, a test flight, from Spaceport America. Well, it didn't work out so well, ladies and gentlemen. They kind of flicked on that, they, you know, the little little spacecraft that dropped it from its mothership, and they flicked on that engine, you know, that little switch to get the engine to shoot them up to the 50-mile uh, mark that the U.S. Air Force considers space, and the uh, ignition didn't work. Uh, nothing seems to have happened. And uh, they're they're calling it, what did they say? It was a... Uh, it was cut short, cut short the engine of its Spaceship 2 vehicle Unity. It did not fully ignite, and so... What a surprise. Um, I, you imagine my surprise. <laughs> failure to launch. <laughs> yes, yes. I literally texted Dowd within five oh, yeah? seconds, yeah. And, and I was you all know this? Yes, I know! <laughs> 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 was, uh, but, yeah, uh, it, it, didn't, it, it didn't work. A fail-safe scenario uh, uh, intentionally halted ignition of the oh, rocket motor there it is. It yeah. intentionally hard. Uh, and it was funny eddie one of these articles i don't know if it was in the it was in wall street journal or some other article where the virgin galactic was saying well this is an indication of how safe the craft is because they were able to glide you know the the, the motor didn't light oh. the engine didn't light but we glided safely and the, the, the pilot and the co-pilot landed safely in spaceport america so our failed test is evidence of success of our space line oh okay yeah. even even in okay. failure of yeah. uh yeah. 
of, of 11 yeah. years, or perhaps it's more like 16 years yeah. when yeah. you yeah. go all the way back yeah. to 2000. Original technology. Like they, yeah. He's never had to meet one deadline. It's it's unbelievable. And, and, and you've never seen anything like that. And I've never seen the, a, he, a press corps just continually, continually write glowing stories of what did Robert? <laughs> what, just, did, what did uh, Kevin Robinson uh, and Avi Love yeah, write? Yeah, I, I, I haven't had the stomach to even look. I'm, I'm going to look eventually, but yeah. So, but the problem is they have always had problems, engine issues, and I think it's there's been this this notion that oh, you know, they're always a week away from solving all the technical problems, and we're gonna once they do that, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna send our tourists, and we're gonna have to make millions and millions of dollars at Spaceport America. They have had their propulsion system has had problems going way, way, way back. Uh, 2007. This is 13 years ago. They were running a standard test. Uh, this is at Scaled Composites in Southern California. This is the Virgin Galactic contractor. They were doing a uh, what uh, Scientific American I think said it was, should have been an uneventful test. Big explosion. Uh, a test of the nitrous oxide. That's the oxidizing agent that will be used with the hybrid motor Ooh, for the spacecraft. Uh, it was just a standard test. No ignition, and the thing blew up. And three people were killed, and three people were severely injured. And so they've been working on this, what's called a hybrid motor. Uh, most rockets, and I'm sure the, the rocket engineers listening will, will fault me for my, my terminology here, but yes. basically rockets are usually either solid-fueled or liquid-fueled. Virgin Galactic, of course, neither of those is good enough. We have to have our cutting-edge technology. They have a hybrid motor, so they have solid fuel, and they have a liquid oxidizer. They've been struggling. They've been making switches back and forth uh, between what type of fuels they want to use for years and years and years. And ultimately, when they started flying into what they considered space a few years ago, they said, you know what, 50 miles is good for us. That's what the U.S. Air Force gives you your astronaut wings for. The internationally recognized boundary of 62 miles, we can't really make it that high with the rocket motor we have now. So they, they moved, what, what I said, I called it the celestial goalpost. Goal they used to say, oh, we're going to put people in space. Now we're just going to get you your Air Force astronaut wings. Space is generally recognized at 62 miles, not 50 miles. Branson has lowered expectations for this. Uh, the motor is uh, problematic. Uh, it's uh, blown up. It's killed some people. And apparently it's not strong enough to get you into what is generally recognized as space. And, of course, they talk about how wonderful their motor is and it's safe and robust and all that kind of thing. And uh, they fired it the other day. And it um, first first powered test from Spaceport America after all these years and nothing happened. Literally, literally Branson has received money for nothing. Yeah. Oh, and that leads us uh, directly to our outro uh, by the band Dire aptly Strait. named uh, aptly named <laughs> We are in Dire, Dire Straits. There we go. I mean, it's just it's kind of crazy just what's what's happening, folks. Oh, so well. I don't I don't even know what to say. If about you wrote it up, anymore. people wouldn't believe you. They, they oh, wouldn't be like well, strangers in fiction. Those are some dumb people out there in New Mexico <laughs> giving Branson some. <laughs> Rebecca some Dow money. still defending spaceport. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she's a little that. Oh, that's a Republican. Yeah, that's. I understand she wants to run for governor. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh. there's I've got like. 12 names. Let's have a Spaceport America in every county. There we go. All right. Back after the top of the hour, Fox News.
The tally is official. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. President-elect Joe Biden speaking a short time ago is saying the election is over, despite the legal challenges from President Trump, which have largely been dismissed, and saying he will work for all Americans and will build the economy back better. And he expressed sorrow for the more than 300,000 Americans who have died from COVID-19. The Electoral College met earlier today certifying the election. 306 voted for President-elect Biden, 232 for President Trump. California's tally put him over the top. For Joseph R. Biden of Delaware, a Democrat, eyes 55, nose zero. The count is required by Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution. President Trump has not accepted the result and is continuing with legal challenges. Fox's Colonel Scott. Attorney General William Barr has announced he's leaving the administration. His last day will be December 23rd. This was a surprise, but it certainly wasn't a shock because it's no secret that the president has not been particularly happy with the Attorney General in the last few weeks. First of all, when Bill Barr came out and said in an interview with the Associated Press that to date he had not seen evidence of election fraud of the scale which would overturn the results of the election. The president not particularly happy about that. Bill Barr had to come out and say, well, we are still investigating reports of election fraud. But when it became known late last week that Hunter Biden had been under investigation by the Department of Justice since 2018 and Bill Barr had kept that under wraps during the election, that pretty much was the last straw for President Trump. Fox's John Roberts at the White House. Deputy Attorney General Jeff Rosen will take over as acting Attorney General. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin had another discussion as lawmakers try to come to an agreement on a coronavirus relief package. The spokesman for Pelosi says both Pelosi and Mnuchin have recognized the need to get a deal done this week. America is listening to Fox News. Is the cost of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go, even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith, Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC-insured or not bank-guaranteed. You may lose value. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. You grab life with both hands. And you grab your bike with both hands. Therefore, bike is life. Figuratively speaking. Progressive Motorcycle also presents roadside assistance. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. The European Union taking drastic steps to curb cases of COVID-19. Germany is closing all of its schools and most of its stores starting Wednesday. Chancellor Angela Merkel says the country's hospitals risk being overwhelmed. She says a partial lockdown imposed in recent weeks has failed to bring the coronavirus outbreak sufficiently under control. It's a festive focused lockdown. Mulled wine stands are to be closed. There's to be no singing in churches and sales of fireworks are banned. In London, Simon Owen, 
Fox News. Restaurant and bar owners and others who work in the service industry in Paris protesting again for the right to be able to work during the pandemic. The French government has indicated bars and restaurants may be allowed to open starting January 20th if there's not another surge of infections. The federal government blaming Russia for a series of cyber attacks against multiple government agencies. These hackers reportedly targeted the U.S. Department of Commerce as well as the U.S. Treasury. One government official telling Reuters, quote, this is a much bigger story than one single agency. This is a huge cyber espionage campaign targeting the U.S. government and its interests. The Department of Homeland Security today is asking all federal civilian agencies to look for areas they may have been compromised. Now, we do know the National Security Council said they're aware of the reports and will take the necessary steps to fix all possible issues. The Wall Street Journal reports that hundreds of thousands of U.S. networks were exposed to potential risk. Fox's Trey Ying's Russia's foreign ministry is calling this an unfounded attempt to once again blame Russia. Google users of the U.S. U.S., Europe, India, and other parts of the world experienced a brief outage this morning, making them unable to use their Gmail accounts, use YouTube, or have access to their online documents. A headache for parents trying to get kids set up for remote learning this morning. Out Alphabet, Google's parent company, is the outage about an hour. I'm Lisa LaSera, and this is Fox News. All right, time to put things together as we begin our third hour together. And we're going to start with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. Oh, it's going to be cold tonight. Yeah, they say about 20 degrees. Not too far from that now. Basically, at Intel, it's 34 degrees, 36 at Manzano High School, and 35 at the Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, they're still working that accident on Paseo del Norte, the one eastbound heading towards the mountain at Louisiana. That's got you very tight, basically from I-25, but it's going to stay tight all the way up to Wyoming. Just a lot of folks heading in the same direction and still struggling. Paseo del Norte westbound, under 10 miles an hour from Kimmick to Universe. And it looks like it's slow, and I'm not sure why, on Wyoming, southbound from Constitution all the way to Loma. So you're going to have to get beyond the I-40 before you get speeds back again. All right, top price sale at Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho. I told you about the Heavenly Hydrating Mask, the one for people that, when you're going in and outside, uh, you know, the hair dries up, and they've got this hydrating mask half price. That's only $30 this month, and they have a hair transforming mask as well. These are great things, plus Salon Deluxe is the home of Canyon Water on the west side. If you'd like to know more, just go to SalonDeluxe.com. All right, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Someone told me there's a girl out there with love in her eyes and flowers in her hair. My chances on a big jet plane Never let them tell you that we're all the same Oh, the sea was red and the sky was gray What it had tomorrow could ever follow today Mountains in the canyon start to tremble and shake The children of the sun begin Watch out Seems that the rock of the gods Got a punch on the nose 
came, they say she plays guitar and cries and sings. La 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 la. Ride a white man in the footsteps of doom, trying to find a woman who's never, never, never been born. 608 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA and 93.7 FM. Going to California there from Led Zeppelin, uh, hour three. And uh, people are not going to California. They're going away from California. And we're going to rifle off so many places, so many stories, and so many things that are happening because with this election... And the likely results that seemingly are coming down now and the lack of the Republicans. Republicans are going to get punished far worse than the Democrats because we know who Democrats are. They're liars. They cheat. They steal. They'll tax you to death. They'll they'll threaten you. Uh, in fact, um, it's already happening to the people who are trying to file lawsuits and make things go. It's it's pretty bad. 550-50-500, but uh, there's so many corporate relocations, and they're all going to Texas. All of them. Well, the exception of one. One's going to Nevada, but that's, that's Amazon <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, here and there. So well, let's rifle through these. Dowd, uh, you start from the top, bottom. Uh, I'll go first, and then you take the next one. Sure. Uh, we're just going to basically rifle through all these uh, here in about uh, five, five minutes. And people are leaving California, and they're not coming here to the state of New Mexico. There's never been a better opportunity. Remember when I was running for mayor, the only, I, one of, uh, I had my 10-point goals. And I was wanting to nail down a Fortune 1000 company here to the state of New Mexico. That would have been a goal. Because if you can get one, you can get 50. Mm-hmm. You can get 100. You start bringing them in. Same pitch that you make to one, make it good for that one, and it becomes good for two. Really? Just singles and doubles. That's all you're looking That's right. for. That's right. You don't need to hit it out of the park. So, news stories are now describing how an exodus from high tax and mismanaged big cities and states to lower tax places with better governments. The health crisis and the draconian shutdowns in places such as New York City and San Francisco are now prompting people to reassess their lives altogether, move their families and businesses to more hospitable climates. One such person, Elon Musk. In fact, according to the information, the pandemic and the prospect of working remotely have spawned an exodus from New York and San Francisco to sunnier, more affordable cities, and by the way, not that affordable uh, when you're thinking about Austin, Texas. It's actually very expensive there. But Austin, Texas is benefiting directly from Elon Musk. You can buy a whole neighborhood. Texas's capital is attracting more corporate jobs, remote workers than ever before. Planeteer co-founder and venture capitalist Joe Lonsdale is moving from Silicon Valley to Austin, noting that in California, bad policies discourage business, innovation, stifle opportunity, make life in major cities ugly and unpleasant. Bloomberg reports that Goldman Sachs is exploring tax advantages of moving a major division from New York City to Florida. Interstate migration of high-earning households is correlated with tax levels. Not all states with high net in-migration ratios have lower taxes. Three outliers at the top are Hawaii, Maine, and Vermont. The outlier at the far bottom left with low taxes, according to the graph. And net out-migration is Alaska. The big migration winner at the top Idaho. Mm. Three high earners move into Idaho for every single one moving out. Idaho is certainly one of the places to go. Doubt? Yeah, well, Elon is, is an interesting uh, character. I've been fighting with someone online about Elon Musk the last couple of days, and I, I, you know, a lot of folks on the right, conservatives, libertarians, hate him for picking up a government check, but he's a complicated figure. I mean, he has exposed the nonsense out there in California. He's generally anti-unionization, which 
given the corruption. We just had recent news about the UAW corruption. Uh, that's good stuff. Elon has been ex- excellent on the Rona hysteria, talking about freedom and liberty and questioning the value of the testing. He had four tests, two positive, two negative, sort of calling out that. So Musk is a complicated figure, um, and uh, Musk is a f- complicated figure too, but um, <laughs> I don't quite have his paycheck, and I don't think it's unreasonable you know, for, to, to, for those of us who are close to him in name to not quite have the $143 million or whatever he's up to, billion or whatever he's up to right now. But um, if a team, this is an interesting quote, if a team has been winning for too long, they do tend to get a little complacent, a little entitled, and they don't win the championship anymore. That's what he told the Wall Street Journal. He was talking about California. He said California has been moving, uh, has been winning for too long. So yeah, six months uh, ago, Tesla announced it was going to build its next big factory in uh, Austin, Texas, but probably not the city of Austin, some greater Austin. Uh, and Musk said he's been planning to decamp from California for months. He publicly clashed. Who, 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 who does this sound like? He publicly clashed with state officials who required Tesla's Fremont, California, a gigafactory to close during the first wave of the pandemic in the spring. He called these states' lockdowns fascist. Uh, so Elon's moving his personal life. Uh, and, and a fair amount of his uh, corporate life over to Texas. Uh, the animosity with California grew so intense that Musk threatened to move Tesla out of the state to either Nevada or Texas, but in his interview, Musk stressed that the move was personal and that it did not mean he was taking Tesla with him, but ladies and gentlemen, I think in the months and years moving forward, uh, I think it's going to be very, very uh, interesting to see if he, he pledges to that. Uh, he, he unloaded his sprawling Los Angeles area mansion for $29 million. He's wow. asking for uh, $9.5 million for a ranch-style home uh, nearby that used to belong to Mr. Willy Wonka himself, Gene Wilder. And the Boring Company, that's the uh, tunnel boring uh, for right. the Hyperloop, uh, he leads that company to, uh, he revealed last month that it was also expanding where? In Texas. So um, does the Blue State policy model work well? We've got a lot of examples for you folks today uh, showing that it doesn't. Yeah, it certainly uh, doesn't. Hewlett-Packard moving its global headquarters to Houston, uh, no less, uh, the business-focused company uh, and the one that shed nearly 30,000 uh, jobs under Carly Fiorina. You might remember her. Oh, we remember Carly. Fiorina. We'll move its global headquarters to the Houston area, a homecoming of sorts for a company whose roots are actually at the old Compaq Computer Corporation. You might remember the Compaq Center. Absolutely. That's where the Houston Rockets uh, played. Now owned by Joel Osteen, I believe, in the... In the, in the, the, the uh did he buy the Houston Rockets? Grace, Grace Church, is it called? Oh, yeah. He, he bought, bought the building. Yeah. He bought the building. That's right. And then wouldn't let anybody come in when they were when the floods bad, came. Bad, bad PR at that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not really for Christ. He's for, he's for himself. He's got a lot of critics here. Uh, uh, Hewlett Packard Enterprise joins more than 50, 50, count them, Fortune 500 companies headquartered in the Lone Star State, 22 in Houston alone, according to Governor Greg Abbott, who... Isn't a great man, I will tell you. I've got other stories about that, and you've been reading about that right now. Mm-hmm. That is, you've seen his pictures uh, with some of the uh, the uh, what do you call it, Chicom, mm-hmm. uh, Chicom leadership. Uh, he's trying to sell Texas out to the Chicoms. That is because Texas offers the best business climate in the nation: low taxes, high quality of life, top-notch workforce, and Tier One universities create an environment where. Hewlett-Packard can flourish. The original Hewlett-Packard company split into two in 2015. It is the consumer PC and printer business, of course, and uh, both HPE and HP were once located at the old Compact campus near 249 Luetta Road right there in uh, Spring, uh, Texas. So 440,000 square feet is what they need, two five-story buildings, and uh, we'll see what it looks like uh, for them. We've got another uh, tech company relocating. 
Yeah, uh, Oracle, one of Silicon Valley's older success stories. Uh, uh, you got to say it like this, Oracle. Oracle. Oh, yeah, you uh, read, read the Oracle. <laughs> oh, yes, you read the Oracle book. My name is Steve. I'm here to help you with your customer service. Um, founded in Santa Clara, California in 1977. Uh, it moved to its current headquarters in California in 89. Several of the buildings on its campus there uh, were constructed in the shape of a squat cylinder, which is the classic symbol in computer system design for a database. And, of course, that's the product on which Oracle built its empire. Well, guess what? Oracle is the latest tech company to move its headquarters out of California. Uh, last week, last Friday, it announced it's moving HQ to Austin, Texas. Quote, Oracle is implementing a more flexible employee work location policy and has changed its corporate headquarters from Redwood City, California to Austin, Texas. We believe these moves best position Oracle for growth and provide our personnel with more flexibility about where and how they work. Um, you know, what's fascinating about this is that the rap on Texas is, oh, it's all a bunch of cowboys and they're only rich because they have the their oil. Um, you look at Elon Musk with his infrastructure companies. Uh, you look at Hewlett Packard uh, tech company. You look at Oracle uh, database company. Uh, Texas has a very well, unlike New Mexico, Texas actually has. A, when you look at the numbers, Texas has a very well diversified economy. It seems like no income tax, low regulation, right to work law attracts all kinds of business. No mm. doubt about it. There we go. I mean, I remember Austin City Limits. Oh yes. You know what else is home to? You know what else is home to Austin, Texas? Alex Jones. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> How are they going to deal with Alex Jones? They're moving there, and Alex Jones is there. Yeah. How yeah. are they going to deal with that? These tech companies come in there. What's Alex going to say? They have to. You know, <laughs> th- th- they may be looked at. You know, when they go to their parties in California, people may uh, snub them, but they have to look out for their shareholders. They have to look out for more hospitable places. It's, it's reasonable decisions these companies are making. Great music there. The old 97s. Uh, uh, Hail from Austin, Texas. Yeah. One of my favorite movies. Uh, little, Slacker little. filmed in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Oh, we got a uh, good film. Yes. That Bottle Rocket, too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Is that, yeah. that, that yeah. true? Yeah. Yep. Got, the, uh, the brothers, yes. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, I mean, good, you know, a lot of Texas, uh, the Texas flood. Charles Whitman uh, back in the oh, 60s, yeah. if you want to talk about something unpleasant. yeah. A little, little Stevie Ray back in the day. Whoa. I think I think we need a little atmosphere for, for more of this. There we go. Peloton, look at that. Dallas News, what's happening with Peloton? You might have uh, bought one of those uh, thingamajigs, I think people call them a... <laughs> The Trekker or whatever they are. What, what, what is the it? one where Adam Carolla says the supermodel gets up in the morning and, and makes her whole family breakfast, then jumps on the Peloton. And like, just like your house, right? That's the kind of thing you have in your house, right? Peloton <laughs> is going to Plano, Texas. 1,600 more employees there is what they're doing. Yep. Uh, commercial property firm, the one I used to work for, CBRE, represented Peloton on their uh, all their treadmills and bikes and all the things that uh, they created. So... Another uh, company relocating to Texas. Uh, Amazon also looking to expand to Texas, uh, Dow. Yeah, well, this is an interesting story because I've done a lot for years and years and years. I've been studying industrial America in terms of the attractiveness of right-to-work versus non-right-to-work states. And what I found over the years is that Amazon is such a behemoth. I mean, it's just such a kraken of its own kind that it doesn't really have a preference. I mean, Amazon expands. We have a place in New Mexico now. New Mexico is one of the last states to receive an Amazon facility. Um, you know, Amazon has a bunch of facilities in Ohio. They built a place near my home where I grew up in, in Connecticut. But what's interesting is where is Amazon doubling down on their investments? They're, they're willing to make an initial investment Vegas. pretty much any state. It's Nevada. Where are they doubling down? No. Texas, okay. 
they're adding, uh, let's see, what is it? This, uh, open a first 1 million square fulfillment uh, center in Missouri City, Texas. And it's uh, since 2010, Amazon has created more than 43,000 jobs in Texas. They're not picking Texas for one facility. Uh, they've invested $16.9 billion in locations all over the state. Another example, uh, it just announced eight new buildings in four different locations throughout Nevada. There we go. Uh, Reno, Vegas, Henderson, North Las Vegas, although uh, of those four uh, towns, I think I'd skip North Las Vegas before I'd skip the other that's, two. That's that was rough, my home. That, that's a rough area. I was a, I was a North Las Vegas? Person. Yeah, that's okay. where I, I, I leased the entire speedway okay. over there. Right. I had two and a half million square feet out there, little, baby. Isn't it a little rough in North no, Las Vegas? I was industrial space. Okay, I want to hang around hey, Summer, well, Summerlin you, more you than North a, Las Vegas. You got a feel. Well, so I lived in Summerlin. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, nice. Red Rock. But, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. I lived in Red Rock. I also lived in Henderson and Green Valley. And then for a time, I lived... On your way westbound, outside where the Maloof Southern Highlands. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Love, loved Vegas. Yeah. There we go. Right, so did, so did Elvis. Where's Anne Margaret? Viva Las Vegas! Not much Elvis going on. I don't even know, but anybody talks about Elvis anymore. I was, I was in the uh, what, what used to be the International became the Hilton. And then it became something else a couple of years ago where I stayed, and that was that was Elvis's. That was Hilton. That was Elvis's. Uh, Hilton was like the yeah. Westlake or Westgate or something. Now it's a ter- terrible name now, but that was that, that was Elvis. But anyway, in Nevada, so this is just the latest. Uh, Amazon has eleven sites in Nevada, and I believe they're over. Yeah, they're over ten thousand employees now. And then the final example was Amazon is uh, opening another fulfillment center in Right to Work. Oklahoma. Since 2010, Amazon has created more than 4,000 jobs in Oklahoma and invested more than $650 million. You know, my point here is, yes, Amazon expands everywhere, but look where they're doubling down. Not, not where they're not just, you know, because of convenience they're pl- putting something in New Mexico, or because of convenience they're putting something in Vermont. Um, where are they doubling down and really enhancing and having not just a couple hundred or a couple thousand employees, but having tens of thousand employees? Uh, they tend to be these no income tax right to work states, and um, I don't know Texas, Nevada. There's another state in that sort of in between those two states that maybe could have grabbed some of this business from Amazon. Maybe a state in the American Southwest that has a fairly good weather, very no, good weather, we're about the low energy, cost of living. Energy Transition Act. Oh, that's what we're doing. Right. The, uh, you that's gotta, right. That's you know, what we're doing. Ban fracking, yep, yep, uh, yep. protect Chaco. Yep. I'm telling you, I mean, if you made me, you know, your leader, I'd be happy to go ahead and change things around. Now, it's not hard. I can go, uh, you know. Do the Chamber of Commerce speeches with the best of them. Hey, take like, whatever wanna, MLG did and do the opposite. I've, <laughs> yeah. I've competed against the best people in dog and pony shows. <laughs> I yeah, imagine I, you have. I, I literally convinced these people to turn over their entire commercial real estate portfolio to me. The richest guy in Oregon at the time, Jordan Schnitzer, I literally convinced, and all he would do is listen to me. Everything I sold, because I sold from the data. Drill down on the numbers, know your product, know every tenant. And know the lease expirations, and you know, don't try to shine. And you're dealing with blue collar people all the way. Were you selling the the sizzle or the steak? Never the sizzle. Never the sizzle. No, <laughs> I created the sizzle because I was a sizzle. But the steak was these guys got the best deal. They were treated honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we didn't shove them into buildings. And I think that's the most important thing. And I would do the deals that nobody else would do. So that's what you got to do. Were right? you Were you ABC? Always be closing. That's a great speech. Oh, is it ever? Oh, my God. Can't play that on <laughs> regulated airways. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. A set of steak knives. Yeah. Third prize is you're fired. <laughs> <laughs>
You know where they were selling, right? Rio Rancho. Rio yes, Rancho yes, Estates, yes, yeah. Yes. Give me the yeah. good leads. I need the Glen Gary leads. <laughs> These are the leads. So, but you I don't mean, get you know, them because you don't deserve them. <laughs> Brilliant. I could watch that movie every week for the rest of my life. Once that's, a week. That speech it's, is the only good thing Alec Baldwin ever I, I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> His whole life actually culminated. Yeah, for that. In, like, for that. that. If we never heard from him again, that would have been fine. <laughs> uh, what's that, guys? Uh, the, the actor that lives up in uh, Santa Fe, Alan... Oh, what's his name? He was in uh, Little Miss Sunshine and a bunch of other movies. Yes, he's yes. very good. Arkin, Ellen. Arkin. Yeah, Alan Arkin. Yep. There we go. So, all right, more, more of these places. By the way, five fifty, fifty five hundred. If you want to text in, uh, KOB Channel Four took a uh, tried to take a shot at this whole thing. What are we going to do to keep talent here <laughs> right. in New Mexico? Right. Right. Uh, Ty Molo, an Albuquerque native and Sandia High School and New Mexico State University graduate, is a great example of what happens all too often in our state. After graduating with a degree in marketing, Ty moved to the Phoenix area. We call that brain drain. You know why? Because we weren't a-hole enough to keep intel here in the state of New Mexico. That's why. We just go where the jobs just, are. Just farmed it out, even though we had a, a giant plan, 8,000 jobs, all sorts of great jobs, and it goes to Chandler, Arizona. Chandler, Arizona. You know how congested Phoenix is? I, I know someone in Chandler, Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, Awatuki? You know the Awatuki? No, I don't know the Awatuki. Yeah, Awatuki's right next to Chandler. That's where they all go. So, you know, and, and what do we have? We literally have businesses here in New Mexico begging for scraps. Yep. 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 So KOAT is also writing about this. Hey, more money is still available. It's okay, we're going to shut you down, but there's $10 million. What are you going to do for it, huh? <laughs> you going to dance? You going to sing? Yeah, dance for Wait, us. What are you going to do, huh? Yeah. You want to open up your books for us? Take, take it. Take the stimulus. This is just the push we needed, said somebody who was an owner of an Albuquerque business. We're not going to single anybody out. No, no. $10 million in federal money. Bingo, bango, bongo, rongo. It is not good. Trust me, once you do this, it's it's all over but the crime. And New Mexico is taking its cues from New York instead of from Austin, Texas, Salt Lake City, yep. and Las Vegas, Nevada. And and what's interesting to me, Eddie, about all these stories, and uh, we, we just let me let me get the, the Michelle Grusom uh, Gr- Grisham Ooh, nice. uh, in, in here. This is this is what she told KOB on this story uh, about. Uh, you know, we're, we're watching amidst this pandemic, amidst amidst tough economic times. We're seeing companies moving to Texas, taking chances on Texas, expanding in Nevada, Oklahoma. This is what New Mexico, uh, you know, they're doing it amidst the coronavirus, even though, you know, we don't know, we can't predict the future. Things could be very scary. Uh, This is what the governor said, quote, New Mexico is very well positioned to come out of this pandemic and the economic harshness in a very productive way. And we are positioned to not only recruit back our boomerang New Mexicans, but to also keep our incredibly talented Young people right here. I'm really optimistic about the future. Um, she's talking about the future. These states are achieving things right now amidst, amidst a pandemic. She's saying way off in the future, we're well positioned to recover. Uh, why aren't we talking about recovering right now? So let me talk about uh, that. I, 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 let, me, let me talk about that for a second, if I may. I'm yeah. um, sorry to interrupt you here. but no, So this is, becomes a war of attrition. When there's scarcity, people will flock to quality. Hmm. Okay. And the people who can pay it will get it, or the people who are willing to risk more will get it. So in this particular situation, I told you that New Mexico would not survive the next downturn. And there's a reason. The number of takers outweighs the number of makers. You could have all the federal government spending here. They could be building a million square feet. They could be uh, over at the Kirtland Air Force Base 
uh, for more federal jobs. They could be spending like we are literally going to be turning into a, an entire town that it's going to it's going to be they're, they're going to try to Los Alamos the entire town. Yeah, yeah. That's all that's going to happen. New here Mexico, in comma District of Columbia. That's yeah, basically, basically, what, yeah, basically yeah. it. That's what's going to become of us. And if you're okay with it, then you know we should all just shut down right now, and and get out of here. There's no reason for us to stay. If that's the way that things are going to go, you might as well might as well let them run us out of town. I I can't do that. Unfortunately, I'm not about to turn to the left. I'm not going to become a Democrat radio station. We're not going to go ahead and sell out to a bunch of liberals. We're not going to get rid of all of our talkers all of a sudden to do because th- that doesn't work for America. That's not America. The government is only built up because of private citizens. It cannot make or create money. It can print money, but it cannot create real value. The moment we moved, and we can get into a whole gold standard conversation, which I'm sure it's been years since that's happened with you, Dowd, but mm-hmm. we should probably get back to that as well. Don't want to get uh, fundamentalist on you, but uh, that was one of the things that Ron Paul used to consistently yep. talk yep, about. Yep, 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 because yep. we have runaway value, people building castles in the skies that Fiat are money. no I mean, yeah. foundations whatsoever. Yeah, and we're at the worst, as uh, uh, Greg Zanetti has pointed out to us. Yes. We're all going to be running out with all this credit, and there's going to be no value on the inside. And you're going to be chasing dollars that are going to be enslaving you at a rate of 21 to 30% a month. I mean, uh, a year. Sure, Bill de Blasio and Joe Biden are working on this problem right now. Right. Oh, right on it. There you go. 550-5500. One more check on weather and traffic. Are you there, Rody? Yes, sir. Okay. We had to wake him up. Let's do it. Well, let's put things together, starting with the weather. Looking like a cold night tonight. I mean, cold around 20. Yeah, that'll put some frost on the windows in the morning. I know right now. At uh, in Rio Rancho, it's 34 degrees, 34 in Nob Hill, and uh, 33 at the Rock of Talk. Traffic-wise, for some reason, the 550 coming southbound from Paseo del Volcan, everything comes to a real slow grind, about uh, 15, 20 miles an hour, all the way to the Star Center. Don't see any accidents there, but that is a slow pattern. And not much fun if you're leaving San Mateo heading eastbound onto Academy. Usually busy, but now unbelievably busy as you make your way up towards Burleson. Get beyond that. Things look like they're going to be okay on your way home. Well, this traffic report brought to you by LifeSpring at Salon Helena. They are on Manal, just west of Wyoming. What a great place to go if you're looking for healthy water on the east side. Absolutely. Everyone's looking for something healthy right now. Alkaline water is the best way to go. That keeps your body very fluid, keeps every... In fact, did you know that if you drink alkaline water, it starts to work and get into your bloodstream before it goes down uh, into your esophagus? This is an amazing thing. It just immediately soaks in. This is what creates the healthy Kangen water. You get yours at Live Spring at Salon Helena, again on Manal, just west of Wyoming. All right, with that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. I never thought I'd die alone. I laughed the loudest who'd have known. I traced the cord back to the wall. No wonder it was never plugged in at all. I took my time. I hurried up. The choice was mine. I didn't think enough. I'm too depressed.
6.32 here in the key of a little music from Blink-182. Suicide is real, folks. So let's talk about it and get out the suicide hotline number because your media thinks that there is not a suicide problem here in the state of New Mexico. And we're going to spend this last 15 minutes talking about while they're wrong and while your legislators and while your Democrat Party and while Republican Party and while these corrupt politicians and corrupt media are totally wrong for this state. There are people dying who are choosing to take their lives. We had a prominent local media personality at the KUNM. She took her life. People are going through the worst times of their life right now. And when a media decides to add insult into in, to injury and hurt this community by not taking mental health seriously, we have what we have. Because suicides, regardless of what the statistics tell you, People are going through hell. Right now, Gallup has put out the mental health rating of Americans. Just when you think it can't get any worse, it does. A top U.S. pollster, Gallup, says the whole mess is affecting mental health of Americans. Americans' latest assessment of their mental health is worse than it had been at any point in the last two decades. 76% of U.S. adults rate their mental health positively, which is a nine-point decline just from last year alone. We're now under three quarters. The rating for those rating their mental health as excellent or good ranged from 81 to 89% until a drop of more than 15 points down to 76%. In fact, 5% say poor, 18% only only fair. We're telling people not to hug each other, not to go out, not to interact, keep your social distance, saves lives. It's all BS at this point. Among the groups for which the rating dropped by double digits were women, Republicans, independents, and those who attend religious service less than weekly. White adults and those who are unmarried, older adults, and lower income Americans. Well, Democrats, they're okay with it. They showed the least change in their mental health ratings, according to Gallup. That's real. I'm not making that up. That's from the largest pollsters here in this country. And with COVID-19, the suicide rate, they say, is steady. Of course it does, because it's your leftist BS media. New Mexico has one of the highest suicide rates in the country. Oh, but it's okay. We're flat. Oh, we have one of the worst suicide rates in the country. Businesses are picking up and leaving. People are leaving the state in droves. They're leaving on packed planes, on packed trains, on packed buses out of here for the weekend. They have total disregard for the governor and anything that she says because nobody believes her bullcrap anymore. But here we go. The legislative finance, is this the legislative finance councils or what is this? Uh, Committee. Committee. Okay, yeah, we're going to listen. We're going to listen to our elected leaders here in the state. You heard Sean Willoughby earlier talk about it. it didn't matter who we endorsed or the law-abiding people we endorsed or, you know, the good people that we, every single one lost. Because people don't want good things in New Mexico. They want to wallow in the mire. They want to hang out in the sludge. The statewide suicide data doesn't show an increase during January. They're, they're, they're trying to say, look, guys. No big deal. What a great deal. What a great job we're doing here in the state. Yeah. Don't you realize things could be worse? We're actually doing okay. Keep the lockdown going. Hey, it was really bad in homicides last year, everybody. But we're only one less death than last year, and that means we're ahead. Yeah, we're doing a great job. You should reelect me. 
Listen to these numbers. From January to October 2019, there were 419 suicide deaths. I mean, if I call Mike right now, he's going to give me the down and outs and the number of people who are attempting suicides. Down and outs are the people who are drunk or literally mm-hmm. like so drugged out of their mind, they're just lying on the side of the street. You know, the other day. That, yeah. that, that, that is, that's not a suicide attempt? The OME, right, which is the brand new, right, the, they replaced the, first, the, the one from last time. Right. It's like the COVID deaths. No, oh, that's not a suicide. No. No, 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 that's not a suicide. Now we're not gonna, but it's definitely COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the year over year, month over month. May 2020, 19 more suicides than in May 2019. If I don't, if that's not an increase, I don't know what is. Seriously. 20 more suicides in a month? There were seven more suicides in July of 2019, but no, there's not. Adding to the concern is New Mexico's history of high suicide rates. We're doing better, folks. Suicide accounts for 29% of deaths among 15 to 24 years of age. One in three. Since 2014, New Mexico has been among the top 15 states, 14 suicides. Some of the warning signs are withdrawal, feeling isolated, etc. The number is 800-273-TALK. 800-273-TALK or 855-NM-CRISIS. How about better yet? Just pick up the phone and call somebody if you haven't heard or talked to them. Just reach out, whatever yeah, it definitely, takes. Definitely. FaceTime them, whatever. Whatever you have to do. Intimate partner violence has increased during the pandemic, according to the most recent information. This coming from Mississippi State University. Studies show that domestic violence calls to police shelters have risen between 6 to 21%, depending upon the city. Calls to shelters and hotlines have increased. Google searches for information about domestic violence. But we're celebrating a Joe Biden victory. He's going to make it all better because all of this stuff was happening right the entire time Donald Trump was president for three years. Quarantines and social distancing continue. Isolation increases. Social support lessens. Mobility decreases. Access to resources is strained. And stress from the changes in routine like work and school closures rises. Life is turned upside down. Therefore, domestic violence increases. The pandemic has exacerbated many of the risk factors for the escalation of violence. Partners spending more time together than usual. During the holidays, increases risks of family violence as well. How about drinking? Same thing. Yep. This is what's happening. People are binge drinking. third of Americans right now are binge drinking during the COVID pandemic. Well, that's okay. No, Joe Biden got elected. Oh, yeah, a lot of this stuff was happening while Donald Trump was, was president for three, four, or five years, right? All this stuff was already happening. Thank God we got rid of that, the tyrant in the White House. Studying nearly 2,000 American adults is the first to reveal the connection between alcohol use and stress triggered by pandemic-related shutdowns. The results find binge drinkers consume an extra 20% for every week in lockdown. The odds of drinkers having more alcohol is more than twice as high among harmful drinkers compared to those who don't drink to excess. Ergo, people who don't generally drink are drinking a hell of a lot more and doing it all at once. The average person also reports spending about four weeks in lockdown, spending 21 hours a day at home. 21 hours a day. Eventually you get bored. Only so much TV, whatever it is that you do at home, and then finally like, well, there's a bottle. I'll just have one of those. Netflix and booze. More than 7 in 10 people in the survey did not even leave their home for work. Killing us. We want to start talking about the influential people who have died. Every single person who's died, who is in our life, who committed suicide or is drunk themselves to death or 
suffered from. What, 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 let's, let's aggregate that. Oh, just stick a COVID on him. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Thought, Useful. Yeah. Just in case you think I'm insensitive, I want to show you how evil your governor is. This is hard. Your public education department. This is a bad one. So you might remember us talking a lot about Landon Fuller. Kid was 11 years old. The oil patch was in a rough, rough bump, negative $35 barrel. People trying to stop fracking here in the state of New Mexico. So the mother, Katrina, of Landon Fuller, who lost her son to suicide, 11 years old. He took his own life back in April. She said it was the worst day of her life. Worst day of her life. Of course it was. Let me tell you how incredibly insensitive your government is. They didn't even pay attention. This has been all over the news. People were actually paying attention, or, or was it? Maybe it's just Dowd and I talking about Landon Fuller basically every week since this happened. Largest paper in the state, Albuquerque Journal, covered this, and the bureaucrats didn't notice. So she has a message to the state of New Mexico and a call to action to address. Uh, this is right in. Uh, <laughs> this is also right, right, right in Steve Pierce's backyard. I haven't heard Steve Pierce talk about any of this stuff. You heard Republicans mm-hmm. talking. Now they're just worried about the election. We're worried about elections. She lost her son, and the Hobbs School District. sent her a letter to say that her son wasn't showing up to class, that he was truant, that he was absent, that she's a bad mom. They, they literally withdrew Landon from Mills Elementary School, elementary school, the day after he killed himself. There was no signs of his sudden death whatsoever. And the Hobbs School District and the Public Education Department, no, 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 you're truant. They didn't even know enough about the kid to realize that they're sending letters to the mother of a boy who took his own life. Can you even imagine that for a second? She doesn't even know what to do anymore. I can't believe she's still here in the state. She said staying at home all the time was driving him mad. He just wanted to be able to go to school and play outside with his friends. She said if she saw him today, she said she would just tell him how much she loves him, how much that she misses him, how very proud she is because of the lives that he saved. Public education department, all they can offer is we're aware the letter sent to the family of him should never happen. Secretary Stewart has spoken. You mean the secretary that was in Philadelphia? <laughs> yeah. Spoken with the Fuller family and offered his personal apology? Really? How personal was that? He wasn't even in the state when Landon Fuller took his own life. The news station, KRQE, reached out to the governor's office for a comment. But guess what? You know the answer. Mm. And never even heard back. All right, folks. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow, 4 p.m. here in the Kiva. Thanks for listening. Bill O'Reilly is next. Oh,